Warning, you're entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. Engage your mind. Obliterate the status quo. Only free thinkers allow. Your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. Do not be silenced. Stand by for some politishock. And now, Voice of the People, USA Radio. Of the People USA Radio. Wow, I got to work on those volume controls. Woo. Ah, that hurt. Welcome, everybody. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. I am your host, Dan Smeriglio. We are joined by Mike Jacobson, by Herbie Clark, and we are coming to you live on blogtalkradio.com slash V-O-P-U-S-A. Um, want to thank our partners at Age of Radio Network. I'm going to say this right. Radio.co slash UK, broadcasting all over Europe. Our friends in Asia, in the Philippines, in Korea, Japan, Taiwan, and a couple other countries that I can't remember at the moment that are listening to us live. I want to thank the... Liberty Broadcasting Network for picking up our feed. Also want to thank Buzzsprout, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, where you could find us on demand. I want to thank the man, the myth, the legend, his name is Kevin, for creating the now active, active, active website, VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. You want to listen to the show's? Go there. That's We don't do live streaming yet, but we will. We will shortly. So VOP USA Radio, as soon as this show's done, it'll be on demand. All our past episodes are on demand, including some very, very scary old episodes. They are up, they are live, and they can't take it away from us yet. But speaking of taking away things from us, there's Blog Talk Radio. So I say we're coming to you live for three hours, but as many of you know... We were, we were kill-shotted last week, halfway through our episode, cutting me off, cutting off co-hosts, cutting off callers, in an effort to make us look bad. You guys will find out first that I did receive a support message back from Mandy Lynn at Blog Talk Radio today, a week later, with some BS excuse that addressed nothing that I brought up. So, regardless... We are on Blog Talk for the remainder of this month because they took the money out of my account. With that being said, thanks to the generosity of a very good person, Carrie, we are live early on Podbean, podbean.com. We've had an account there for a while. We have um, archived and on-demand episodes there. And now... That is the replacement, or will be the replacement, for Blog Talk Radio. 
They offer a live video streaming for these shows. They offer more um, audience engagement, sponsorships, easier distribution, further reach. In other words, they've gone past the year 2010 where Blog Talk is still stuck there and sucking consistently for the last decade. So very soon there will be an announcement made about when we're going to switch over. We do have a couple actual fairly large-sized guests. They're going to be literally and figuratively. He's like seven foot three. That's going to be on our show, and I'm trying to potentially hold that off to either A, the debut on Podbean for the big show, or for June, the first week of June. Time will tell. Regardless, you can stay up to date on what we're doing, special episodes, new episode launches, schedules, whatever it may be, at VOPUSARadio.com. You could also keep up with us on Facebook at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. I'm happy to announce. I don't think we want to really say the date yet. I would say that'll be announced tomorrow via Facebook at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. And also at Twitter at VOPUSARadio. We are set to launch the Uncensored Truth with my homeboy here, Mike. That is being designed, and we're going to shoot for a launch. And I don't know, Mike, if you want to do that on a a certain new format or you want to stick to this one. It all depends. But regardless, I'm excited about that. And obviously, interesting noise. Obviously. Sorry. That's okay. Last night's episode. Above the Noise, conversation with Carrie. Um, happy that I got to be with Carrie last night. Like every week, that show is doing surprisingly well. I would love to tell you how many people listen, but Blog Talk has removed my ability to see real-time statistics, real-time listeners, real-time viewers. Um, they've basically shut us off, so to speak. So a big shout-out again to Blog Talk Radio for doing their best to silence us, make us look bad, take away features that I pay a lot of money for, etc. So with that, the Wednesday night show went great. It actually was a very good show. It was well received by people sending messages <laughs> and or emails because that's the only way I could find out about how great it was. But I'm happy it went well. And for new listeners that I do know are out there, I think somebody is on the line as well for calling in. Bear with me. Uh, we will get to you shortly. Um, I want to thank, I want to thank everybody for appreciating the diversity of what we're going for here. Voice of People USA Radio is supposed to be something. I say this a lot, but I, I have to repeat myself. It's something a little bit unique, a little bit different, where we're going to have different podcasts, different live shows with different hosts talking about a multitude of topics, a multitude of issues. If you want to hear about politics, and you want to hear the stuff that's going to get us banned and get us censored and, you know, the things that you're not allowed to say, commit a thought crime, this is your show. If you want to listen, and, you know, I, I say that, I think it's fair. We cover everything. With Mike's show that's forthcoming, The Uncensored Truth, I mean, he'll give you the best breakdown of what it's going to be, but he has a different vision on things, a different slant, but the thing that he does better than most people that I know or have ever known he gets to the core of any matter. He looks at both sides and gives you an honest-to-goodness, right down the middle, no BS, tell-all. And that's done through research and hard work and dedication. So I look forward to that show because I know what he does in his website, theuncensoredtruth.net. 
I got it right, right, Mike? You got it right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. After all, I always feel special. You shouldn't. Um, And I was being nice. (laughs) I was being nice, you know? And then when Herbie finally does his podcast, (coughs) the uncensored conservative, right? That's correct. There you go. And that was not planned, by the way. You obviously get a conservative-leading show that's also going to offer a no-BS, different assessment of what's going on out there. This show, we all kind of combine, usually with different co-hosts. Shout-out to Dave Wazalewski, who couldn't be here tonight. Lisa Diaz cannot be here tonight, but that's okay. We have a large co-host pool, except when it comes to the last minute, and it seems like it's us. But that's okay. (laughs) And then the Wednesday night shows with Carrie – also offer a different perspective on everything. It's more conversationally based. There's no yelling, except by Carrie. She's a hothead, and she likes to get really loud and yell a lot and scream and curse. I don't know what that's all about. I think she should really learn to calm down and take things more easily. You know, you don't ever hear me scream. You'll never hear me curse. I'm always calm, cool, and collective, but she's the one that blows up. I'm, I'm, I'm being sarcastic for the ones who don't know. She but, has body mouth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The the nice thing is she's probably the only person. She's probably the only person <laughs> that I can honestly say keeps me from going crazy. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that. So it's nice. And when she does get mad, it's it's cool because it's done in like a you know probably the normal calm professional way. Well, ish. You know, she's blunt. She's brutal, and she speaks fast. But you could hear her. Where some people, when they rant and scream a lot, like Mike and Herbie, they're just so hard to understand. And I always sit here in silence and wonder, when will they finally get with it and become more professional? You know so, what? Um, so the show on Wednesday night is special to me. And I know there's another show coming that will involve Carrie and a certain, certain, I'm putting you out there, Carrie, a certain man, her husband, that happens to be um, Tech Buddha. So, and that will be another show that's going to be completely different from what we do here. And that's what I love. I love the diversity of it. And that's what we're going to offer the world. And that's what we're going to continue to put out there, an opportunity for people to come on, be heard, do their own thing, and bring different, different topics, different issues into the fold and just have fun with it. With all of that, I am done. How about that two-minute open at last at 11? You like that? No, that was Don't good, talk. Dan. Don't all talk all at right. once. It's all good. Okay. Thank you. So with that, with that, with that, which one of you wants to start first? Mike sounds like he's dying. Please don't COVID die. Um, so, Herbie, you want to start off first by saying what's up and doing an intro? Uh, sure, no problem. Uh, Herbie calling in from the wonderful shithole of New York with the absolute best governor in the world. Just sitting here on a lovely night listening to Dan getting ready to do a rant. No such thing. Never. Stop! Stop! Stop with the fake news. Stop it. So, I'm sorry, I was trying to work for CNN. One day, get some nipple clamps. You'll be good. Um, anyway, <laughs> is that it? Should we move on to Mike now? Go ahead, Mike. All right. Well, I'll go, try and hit a few little details here. First, we we're talking earlier about uh, our little pre-show discussion about how the protesters in Wisconsin are now being painted as white supremacists and are flying Nazi regalia and threatening everyone rather than being protesters that they actually are. Always interesting how the media has to turn things like that to uh, to just basically try and silence uh, 
people's point of view. Um, other thing is that uh, I also like to talk about the, the what I call the second wave of uh, COVID media coverage because now that everything's reopening, of course, the media is going overdrive to tell everyone how. we are in a danger that we made a huge mistake. We should all be staying in our houses, be the cowardly sheep that they want us to be. We're going to die. It's it's horrible. Every, you know, numbers are going to be in, horribly inflated yet again. I hope people have been the first time with what was going on with the numbers they were stating, but uh, unfortunately, there's still people with their head burying the sand about this, insisting that they're right and we're wrong. Um, to cover more details on the uncensored truth, we're going to shoot for this Sunday. Um, my whole point of the show is that basically I take the subject out there and I've said the conclusion that people have. A lot of people like to take a little bit of information and uh, go running with it. I try to discover what, what are basically the facts and make a little bit of an interest with it. And um, I, I leave the information there for people to decide how they want to take it. But we'll discuss more about that later, and hopefully we'll have more information put up tomorrow regarding the show. And I look forward to everyone tuning in if they can. That's all I've got for right now. And with that, Mike is done. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So I want, I want to say here, because it, it, it warrants being said, but thank God above that General Michael Flynn has finally been vindicated and all charges dropped. Thank God. I want to say that when people ask, and they ask me a lot, what is the deep state that you refer to? Who is the deep state? And that's a long, long discussion to really explain it as you both may know, Mike, I know, you know, for a fact, it goes back literally to the 1800s. It, it's it goes amazing back. how many people even deny the existence of it still yet. Uh, of course it's right in your face that it exists. <laughs> there's stories mm-hmm. on it every day, but for some reason, people still want to turn a blind eye to it. I, I will say that when Trump says things like, Secretary Pompeo has to go back to the deep state department and things like that. I love that. I, I, I love that. And I wish more people would pick up and understand what he's talking about because it goes back to, again, the power families from the 1800s, 1840s and fifties all the way up. But what is a deep state? Here's, here's just a little example. Imagine being a general working your way up a life of service and Rob Dolak is listening. What's up, brother? You should call it. You'd be fun. Um, <laughs> and the call-in number is 515-605-9832. Caller on hold. We will be with you momentarily, I promise. But with that, you work your entire life. You serve this country proudly. You work your way up to the rank of general, right? I don't know how many stars he was, to be honest. I'm, um, that's my bad. This was a man that was a registered Democrat. He broke with then-President Barack Obama and the Joint Chiefs because he did not want to continue arming our proxy enemy in ISIS, saying that we created ISIS, and now we're trying to sell a campaign to put men and women's lives in danger to kill what we created. Now, that was a moment of absolute honesty, but during those times, you think that got any play? No. The only thing that did get play was the fact that Barack Obama removed him from the Joint Chiefs or asked, however that went down. Gone. Now, he chose to come out and support Donald Trump, then candidate Trump. He went on the stump forum, giving speeches, and then he came into the White House. I, don't, I still don't remember how many days it was, but how many days into the new administration was General Flynn gone? 
it had to be what? Like, I don't even think he made 20 days. I was going to say, it was, it was like a month or two tops. Yeah, not much at all. They yeah, took him down. Yeah. They took him down with lies, threats, propaganda, made-up crimes that they didn't even know what they were yet. They, they figured it out after the fact. Re- forced this man into basically admitting that he didn't do anything wrong, but he may have done something wrong. And he stepped down. Or the pre- they, they always say the president fired him. He, sa- he tendered his resignation. So I wish they would at least pu- report the truth with that one. He was gone. How many people from the original cabinet were gone quickly? And it wasn't all because of an erratic president like they like to tell you. No. What I'm getting at here is this is what the deep state does. If you don't come from the Beltway, if you don't come from Bohemian Grove, if you don't come from Skulls and Bones, if you do not come from their walk of life, you don't belong. Fall in line or be removed. And then we had that piece of human trash, Mueller, Mueller, who put together his, his uh, little committee there to create crimes and you know, convict somebody and then find the crime after. The interview process and what was done to Michael Flynn, now with these revealed notes and revealed this and revealed that, force him to lie, threaten his family, leverage the family, leverage the house, legend, uh, legend, leverage. That's me. In your own mind. You know, like they, they forced this man into admitting to something that he didn't do. So it all comes out about the, the mispractices and the malpractices and all this other crap. And I'm happy he wasn't pardoned. I imagine he'll get in a, a pardon after the fact. But having all charges dropped, the man deserves his life back. He deserves his pension back. As far as I'm concerned, I'd like to see him back in the damn White House. I trust him a lot more than I trust some other people that sneak up through Congress. But my point here is this <laughs> – uh-oh. Am I coming in clear or am I coming in broken up? Uh, I think you're fine. You're clear to me. All right. I always wonder. Rob Rob Dolak, a friend of mine, he's listening. He sent in the message uh, coming in a little bit broken. So you never know. Can you hear me? I'm, I'm That's fully, just I'm fully talk, Rob. Shut up. Thank you. I'm clear. <laughs> so that's mom, me, everybody. Bro. So... My point is, no matter how close you are to the president himself, nobody is safe or spared from the wrath of the political power structure infrastructure that, thank you, Carrie, that is out to take down anybody who does not fall in line with their one world globalist evil agenda. And that one world agenda, this is where we could all agree. They don't like you if you're a Democrat and speak out, CJFK. They don't like you if you're a Republican and speak out. They don't like you if you're an independent. They look at what they – I got to sit down with Ron Paul in 2008 Des Moines, in Des Moines, Iowa at the presidential um, caucus there. I got to sit down with Ron Paul. It was for damn near three hours I interviewed him. I actually held the camera, but I got to talk with him, spend some time with him. And no, I never agreed in everything. I agree with him more now than I did even then, but I woke up, right? But – There's somebody who's in Congress, you know, a career in Congress, career as a doctor, 
and was actually a good person who was saying things that were against the norm and were common sense. Beloved by millions. Yeah, he was hated by millions, but that's what polarizing figures are. When you speak the truth, the ones who get it and aren't blinded will follow you. A damn good guy. They did everything in their power to make a joke, a mockery out of him. They do it to Rand, too. Not to the same extent. I like Rand Paul, but he's not the same as his father. I will say that. But the for instance here is an Alan Keyes, somebody who I know very well. Somebody who was part of the Reagan administration, a lifelong Republican. Um, he left the Republican Party and gave his speech that he was leaving the Republican Party in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, at a Voice of the People USA event. But another one. The man is a genius, but he speaks truth. They destroyed him. He's still known, but not like he never had a chance. These people, and there's Democrats in the same, the same page. I don't like Tulsi Gabbard, but Tulsi was different than the rest. She fell in line at she the end. Like got treatment in the presidential election this year. For the, she, didn't even, she didn't even, she wasn't even allowed that treatment. Sadly, I mean, it, it was it was way more clear with her than it was with Ron Paul, and, and Ron Paul got pretty yeah. bad. Oh, I agree. I, that I agree with. But she got she got destroyed, and this is what they do. They do not care. They the only ones that see a two party system are the idiots here in this country that believe that two parties are the only way. The only ones that feel that you know we we have to hate you if you're on the left. We have to love you if you're on the right or reverse that. They cause the division. They cause the hatred and the animus. They cause it because where there is chaos, there is control. Just like now, where there's fear, there's control. This is, there's no difference. There's no, you look at the Koch brothers. They're conservative billionaires. They're not conservatives. They're pieces of shit special interest hacks. Just like Freedom Works and other big, oh, these are Freedom Patriot groups. They're pieces of shit. They always have been. They always will be. And they're run by bigger pieces of shit who take advantage of people out there. That, my friends, is my quick kind of breakdown of just this, a little example, not the best. Deep State is entrenched. It's ingrained into the fabric. The fifth column. You think yeah. the president, you think a president, Democrat or Republican is the final say, then you do not know politics. Because these people will turn on their machines, their mechanisms, their movie studios, their musicians. They're too stupid. We talked about this last night. They don't know what the hell they're doing. You think celebrities know when they preach their, their socialist crap, they know what they're doing? No. They're being well, think about the celebrities that uh, all, all else they have to quit only to find out that most of them didn't have it. Why would they do that? Long? I said, hey, go out, go out and say this. Make yourself a public spectacle. That's what we're telling you to do right now. Yes. Control. That's what it is. Obey, obey, obey. So, and I'm going to get off this in a moment, but I did say it last night because you know, Mike, last week I was far too pissed off to really, you know, when we were finishing the show at Blog Talk. And just, just for closure on the – Right. But just just the a wrap up, if you will, because last week, Mike made, you know, his thoughts about Donald Trump and I defended it. But here's 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 what it all comes down to. We we drove it a point. But here's what I'm going to say. I will wait to judge the man. I will wait to judge Donald Trump ultimately. 
in the second term, and they're going to try everything in their power to stop that. Mystery diseases, hornets, <laughs> Hillary's lit in a Barack Obama ticket, whatever it may be, whatever else is coming. But in the second term, if he makes it past that precipice, past that point, and fails to do the, the much-deserved retaliation and expose that I believe my heart he tried to do, and he did it with some things, but was immediately... I mean, look, he, he unsealed the JFK documents against all the other president's wishes, and he demanded it be released, and they still went over the president and redacted stuff. What they didn't redact was still damning enough, but there's a, there's a, clear, a clear line of sight on what they do. So come second term, I want these people. I'm not one of these people, well, he's going to arrest everybody day two. It's never going to happen. What you want, your wet dream as to what his presidency should be or anybody's presidency is not reality. None of us can speak to what it's like to be inside that system, inside that paradigm, inside that world. Now, myself and Mike, we came from a different world where we were just activists and we had everybody, everybody and their mother. Wow, we got another caller. <laughs> yes, Mike. Uh, we had everybody and their mother come after us and try to destroy us because we went against the norm. We weren't conservative. We weren't Democrat. We were just doing something with bringing people together. And we were despised because of it. Despised. That's on a level where we were nobodies, nothings. What do you think they do at the highest levels? We'll go back to this. Duly noted, I'm sorry for going on, but this is, this is something that bothers me a lot, you know? But, all right, caller, new caller just came in. Stand by. Caller, 845 code. I'm going to try putting you on. Gonna put you on the show. Just state your name, where you're calling from. Eight four five area code. You are on the air. Are you there? Hello. Didn't we have that problem with the eight four five last time? We did. And if eight four five, if you're somebody calling in just to listen to the show, I'm sorry. You probably don't even know we're doing this right now, or <laughs> you'll hear it in a delay. So. 845 area code, I'll put you back on hold in one minute, going once, going twice. All right, I'll put you back on mute. We'll try again in a little bit. I think it is the same number, too. You see, I would have been able to go back and look at the records, but they deleted that. So they have no access to our show notes, to our messages, to our comments, um, to chat room messages. We have no access to any of that anymore. So I still look forward to changing platforms. I can't wait. This blog talk friggin' sucks. All right, caller 570 area code. I'm going to put you on the air. When I do, state your name, where you're calling from, and we're looking to do about five to six minutes per caller. And that's it. So, 570, you are on. Hey, Dan, what's going on? This is James from Rochester, New York. What's up, James? How you doing this hey, week? Not too much. What do you want to say? So I've, been hearing a, I've been hearing a lot about what you, what's going on about you. What the heck is going on, man? Huh? Uh, well, it's funny. You were the last caller we had. Maybe you're a deep state agent. You know, do you work for Blog Talk Radio? <laughs> no. Yeah, as, I'm, yeah. As I was getting off the phone with you live on the show, 
They sent the kill shot and cut me off and cut off co-host and cut off guests. They censored us in real time and have since taken away all our live viewing statistics, all our numbers, taken away everything. So that's how you know we're over the target. You know how to solve that problem. Get a hard copy. Get a hard paper form. That's hard to do with the virtual uh, soundboard. I understand that. I understand that, but copy it down. Make actual write-it-down stuff, but as I as I said, you got to be careful, man, what you're doing. Like, just keep going at them. They can't stand you. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I know. I've been hearing some of the stuff from up in here in Rochester, what you've been doing. So good. They've been they've been talking about you over here. We. That's a good thing. The word needs to be spread. That, that's how I do this one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, Jim, Jim, in honesty. Um, what we started doing all the way back in 2007, the whole yeah. world knows our names, and we're nobodies. We're proud to be nobodies, but the whole world knew our name, and every entity in the world attacked us as if we were a Trump or an Obama. They attacked us as if yeah. we were something so much yeah. more. So yeah. believe me, I've, I've lost jobs, friendships, everything because of my political beliefs, the Google hit pieces, the, the death threats from MS-13, the death threats from skinheads, the death threats from this. They've done yeah. everything in their power and to try to be the, Don't forget they were accused of being skinheads, too, which is interesting. Yeah. Hey, Dan, welcome, welcome to my world. Yeah. Now you know, a little bit about, you know a little bit about my history. You Now you're feeling how I felt growing up. Oh, well, I, I don't, there, there's the thing, you see what you went through, you know, it made you a stronger adult. See, I look at it like this. I want the attacks. I say, bring it. I say, bring it. I want them to hate me because if they hate me and I can lay my head down at night knowing I told the truth, I don't give two shits what they say about me, how they feel about me. If they want me dead, they want everybody dead. I don't care because I'd rather be hated for telling the truth than pandering and preaching propaganda and being... I I agree with you. But another thing that you've got to be watching out for, just be forewarned. I just heard this recently. Be very careful, because I just heard that Google is going to be sending stuff tracking you. They already have. I I understand that. That's... uh... One of those yeah. things. I mean, tracking technology has been being is used against every American citizen at this point. They pretend to that happen, know what but I, we they're going to try happens. and do. They're going to try and track you, and they're going to try and take money from you out of your account. Yeah, well, so I'm just, I'm just covering your backside, man. Appreciate the looking out. Um, yep. Believe me, nobody, nobody, not even Herbie yet. <laughs> um, not even Herbie yet <laughs> knows what we've had to go through yeah. and uh, what we've had to endure. So yeah. nothing would surprise me and nothing scares me. So, but, as I, but also, as I promised you, that number I gave you, you have your shot at Cuomo. Uh, you better be saying something to him. Believe me, if I could get Cuomo on this show, I would in a heartbeat. <laughs> but as I said, I gave you that information. That was a very hard number to get. So, no, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Just anyway. remember, I have your, I have your backside. Just keep that in mind, and just stay strong. Don't let those idiots let you 
think you're better than you are. Just keep going. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We'll never we'll never stop or back down for anybody or anything. So I understand that. That goes without saying. But but anyway, you know what? Is there anything else you want to throw out there before we move on? All I say is Trump twenty twenty yeah tw- yeah this year twenty 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 yeah. It's hard to remember what the hell you're <laughs> Yeah, I know. I couldn't remember the number. <laughs> but, it's, yeah, it's he's going to win, hey, and guess what? He's going to make the United States even better, period. Hey, like I said, man, I, I hope for that, and I hope that <laughs> I I hope that a lot of things get outed and exposed because it's the best opportunity. And, if you, if you oh. don't like that, I got two words for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Yep. All right, my friend. We're going to keep moving. Have fun. But, uh, I think you're yeah, Jim. We'll yep. talk to you again soon, man. Hello, Jim. All right. Bye-bye. All right. God, am I putting you on mute or are you hanging up? I'm hang- I can- I'm still listening to the radio, so go. Okay. All right. Take care, man. Yup. Okay. That's Jim calling in. Jim calls in weekly now, and that may, that reminds me. And um, Mike, you you know Frank Scavo, right? Uh, I met him in passing, and there, I think maybe I exchanged like three sentences with him. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I try to remember because you know every so many people came in and out at certain times, but Frank Scavo actually called in. And he doesn't care about his info being put out there. But Frank Scarrow has run for office here in PA numerous times for state rep. He always gets screwed over. He's the best candidate for the office, but he gets screwed over consistently because he makes the mistake of being somebody who does more than just, you know, say things. He backs it up in action. He was out there um, doing protests in 2007. And actually, um, after we had the Hazelton rally, we hooked up. We did the Scranton rally two weeks later with Frank and Frank was with us, God, all the way up until I, I, he didn't come to, he couldn't come to Arizona, but he was with us, yeah. you know, and I think I met he, him in, Frank, in 2009. I was with, uh, that was with you and Lou, who talks like this. I am Lou. Oh yeah. Lou, yeah. <laughs> I remember him. So, but regardless, he called in last night. It was really, really good to hear from him. And he, he basically became our, our third co-host there. So I'm hoping, you know, if he if he can call in tonight, it'd be great because I'd love to hear from Frank again. It's good having an old school voice back in the fold too, you know. And I, I just want to do a special little shout out to him and thank him for getting involved because there's a there's a damn good person. We need more of them. So who's on the line now? I don't know. Two seven zero. Who's on the line? Anybody, 270 area code. Going once. <laughs> Going, Going twice. twice. Sold. All right. Woo. For, for Back those on hold. Call in that we can hopefully get hold of, our call number is 515-605-9832. Once again, 515-605-9832. We'd love to hear from you and find out what's on your mind. 
Also, see, I saw the 270. I thought maybe it was uh, Wazalewski trying to call in, but I know he's busy. So I don't know. <laughs> that would be something he would do. So, all right. So moving moving right along here. I, 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 I've got a question for you that we can bring up. We, we started this off talking about Deep State. Now, again, we're talking about uh, the meat, the influence of Deep State has on the meat and pretty much everything. And uh, I started talking about this, did my little intro there. Those constant protesters, probably the most vocal group against the most, one of the most tyrannical governments, governors that are in the country right now. It is amazing how they're like the most noticeable group that the media is now going to overdrive of painting as demons, Nazis, white nationalists. They're horrible people. You can't listen to their message. I mean, it, this alone should be proof that deep state works. It works for the media, it work, as we said, it works for the media, the celebrities, politicians, anyone you can get control of. And uh, th- I think this one's an obvious example of it. Uh, do you guys have a feeling on that? I, uh, Herbie, I'm sorry, I'll let you talk in a second. I, my personal opinion is in Michigan, Michigan is one of the states that got punished because they, <laughs> it was Wazalewski. Next time, talk. Anyway, um, Michigan went the way of Pennsylvania and other swing states, and they went for Trump. So, therefore, they had to try to solely get them back in the camp of being controlled, obedient, whatever, whatever the case may be. And they elected not just a Democrat. She's an insult to Democrats. She's just your, your wannabe socialist dictator-style governor. So, of course, they got to single them out because they, they want you to believe the whole of Michigan is Detroit and Flint. They want you to believe that that represents the entire state. So we must demonize them. Um, they're calling them rednecks. Uh, to the media that called them rednecks, um, I hate so what, to tell you this. Be insulted. I mean, you know, worse to not have feelings, apparently. You know, it, it's only well, yeah. the minority groups that are supposed to be upset over this sort of stuff. Instead but, of treating everyone like they're people rather than just uh, names. But at the same time, like, damn, man, look at a map, all right? <laughs> like, yeah. Michigan is not some deep south state, all right? And and then they that, call rednecks, true. like, you know, West Virginians and Kentucky, they're all rednecks. You're not insulting people, you know? And, and it's just, it's sickening how they went so far to demonize and label. It was It was pretty sickening. And, yeah, they're going on and on about it. And, of course, remember that was the trap we spoke about last week? when Trump said that there was good people and the governor should listen and that, Oh, Trump is supporting the, the AK 47 guys, you know, he's, he's supporting a militia. If we had a president that didn't support a militia, I'd be very concerned. Um, and he never once made mention to them, nor did they do anything. And again, I got to ask, I got to ask because this group is out there and I know there's a lot of good people involved, but where are the oath keepers? Where are you? You spend so many years saying that we represent law enforcement, military that will defy any unconstitutional order, but yet we have people in Texas, people in Michigan, people in Louisiana, people in North Carolina being arrested for breaking no laws other than executing their God-given rights as Americans. So where are you? Where are the ones that take the... I have contacts actually in the Oath Keepers. Um, They are actually supporting some businesses that are choosing to stay open. But, I know uh, they are few and far between right now. I I think it's maybe because the media just doesn't want to report it. I, I'm not sure what's going on there, but uh, the few stories I hear, they are they're all active, but they're not very widespread right now. And uh, 
I know a while ago there was a big uh, skim within the Oakers as far as uh, their leadership. I don't know if that has anything yeah. to do with what's going on right now and why we're not getting more coordinated action. But uh, there are Oakers out there, but uh, it's, it's been a very limited response by them right now. It's It's sad, you know? It's just really, really sad that we don't have more people standing up. I mean, we discussed this last night in a calm fashion. <laughs> I can't promise the same tonight because some of the issues we're going to touch on, you know, they're going to piss me off because I am pissed off, and I wonder why nobody else is pissed off. Or if they're pissed off, like, start speaking out. Because being pissed off at home or on Facebook isn't going to get you anywhere, you know? If we had social media back in the 1700s, would Paul Revere be sending a message via Facebook? You know, the Redcoats are coming. Hashtag, it's on. Actions always speak, lot, speak louder than words. And uh, fortunately, there are people yeah. standing up, like the business owners that are finally starting to say, you know what? We're going to stay open regardless of what, what you're telling us. And I'm glad that you got response, too. And did you see the video I shared earlier? I'll share it on Facebook later for everybody. But from State Representative Daryl Metcalf, and uh, oh, he was back in his district today in Butler, PA. <laughs> But he, he was talking about how they're at the point where they need to potentially move to impeach the governor. Good for him. Good for him. I, I say bring it. Some people have level head on their shoulders because uh, other people right now don't. It's sad. And you have other state reps that back what he's doing but won't take the stances he's doing. Like when he goes to the house and he stands there and says he's there for work, where's everybody else? You know, that's we need more of that. We need more of that so badly, so badly, because every damn day is just they're taking more and more. And the the map, the meme I've seen that I think is a great a great breakdown of the COVID spread. It showed hot zones. All the blue state governors, hot zone. You know, America, all the red states, and I will say, at least the Ohio governor fell in line, and he's back to being normal again, thankfully. Um, You know, some Republican governors also went way too far, and, I mean, you can't really count Maryland, because they have a rhino piece of shit there, but nevertheless... Well, Maryland's pretty much Baltimore at this point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's... um, Maryland, beautiful state with a destroyed city, and it's just, you know, there's what your uniparty has done to your state. So, you know, nevertheless, this is all political. And to your point that you said before, how they are discussing the second wave, the second wave of COVID-19, right? Yep. If, If anybody can't see what they're doing, they're already, I mean, here, I said this last night. Nobody really knows Honesdale, PA, right? Honesdale, PA, not a big place, but the, the mayor or whatever she is there made the declaration that they're shutting down the, uh, Carrie told me what they're having, a, they're having like a, a, a march or something, a parade for the graduates, but they're shutting down 4th of July fireworks, Labor Day fireworks, shutting down picnics, keeping the parks shut all summer long. And it, it's done. I have spoken. It's done. It's I mean, amazing how these is... things are done. They, they, they said the whole thing was keeping people out of closed spaces, yet when you have activities that include people going outside and being in the air, whereas, I, in my opinion, I think less of a chance of contact getting a disease from somebody else when you're in an open area. These are the, these are the places they're shutting down. If 
But go to Walmart. It's safe, folks. Go to your grocery store. It's yep. safe, folks. You know, go to your big, big enclosed okay. rooms so you can be safe from our the virus we're telling you you need to fear for your life about. It's it's just ridiculous. It, they expect us to be stupid about this stuff. Cloth that I'm sorry, Dad. Cloth masks are not very effective. Yet they're encouraging you to wear cloth masks. I think they said that was like a five percent uh, mm-hmm. effectiveness as far as blocking the disease. This is what they're telling you to wear. These enclosed spaces are telling you you can go to, but don't go outside. Don't go in public. Don't go fishing. Don't go on a boat because if you're on a boat in the middle of the lake. You can catch COVID somehow. The guy on the, the, the paddleboard there at the ocean in California, all alone, uh, you know, chased down by two cops not wearing a mask and arrested. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, it, it's, it's just, so funny, and it's so in your face, and somehow people still don't understand what's going on. I, I mean, yeah. how much more do we, of a joke do we have need to point this out for you guys to see what is happening here? You're being lied to. Constantly. And why is it that every doctor, every surgeon, every specialist that actually comes out and speaks truth, speaks the truth, and not even that, oh, that's your truth. It's common sense truth. They are silenced. They are censored. They are getting fined, getting furloughed, losing their jobs, losing everything. But the doctors that come out and toe the media propaganda line or the Chinese line, or the WHO line, they're okay. I mean, come on, people. It's, it's blatant. You know? Uh, they, I, you know I, you, say, you say you have to trust science, and you have pretty much a, a clear division between doctors and scientists, well, not between certain doctors and other doctors, and certain scientists and other scientists about the whole thing. I mean, you need to keep an open mind of this stuff. I mean, we're not no walls of every medical science that there is, but we've I think both me and Dan have followed enough of this to actually have educated guests about what's, what's happening here. And in my opinion, the greater preponderance of the centers, as far as the COVID thing, outweighs people that are supporting it. So that that yep. that's where my leaning is with this. People are saying, yes. hey, doctors are saying, hey, you guys are getting told the truth about this. This is what you need to pay attention to. And the media-sponsored doctors are saying, oh, no, no, no. They're actually in the minority, the media ones. But you don't hear yep. it because the media silences the people that are actually speaking the truth. It, it just – it's it's disgusting. And it's, it's just like, when when will you look deeper? I said it last week, and I'll say it again, because I remember distinctly that certain person from Kentucky who's listening right now and didn't speak when he had the opportunity to because he's an essential employee and he's busy working right now. But cool. I'm going to always – I know. I'm always going to bust on you, Dave. When you said, look at China. They got the right idea. They all wear a mask. <laughs> they all wear a mask because, A, they're a polluted shithole, and, B, if they don't, they'll probably get killed or sent to a black site, disappeared, whatever the case may be. So we are turning. Yes, their social credit score will fall too low and they'll be removed. You know, like we're turning America into China or or if you want to flip that around, we're turning America into something they've wanted for a long time, which surprisingly enough was also something Hitler wanted. 
we're turning America into a burqa-style compliant country. That's not a knock on a religion. That's a knock on an infatuation with Islam. You know, so we are, we are being told that we have to cover our faces, that we have to do all of this. And people just, they idly, they go along with it. You are being, uh, you're being turned into slaves. Again, how many times must I say that the terminology being used by the media by that piece of shit Fauci, that piece of shit Bricks, Burks, whatever her name is. She's got a scarf. You know, like, the terminology they're using is directly from the script of the friendly man saying, you need to get on the train, it's for your safety, in the 30s, in Germany. It's the same thing. They don't stray too far from the pack. They will use the same thing over and over and over again because people are too stupid to see what's actually happening or too naive. And it's this constantly I must live in fear aspect. These people that are selling out your country, they are selling out the very fabric of our being. Doctors don't wear masks 24-7. They're exposed to everything, and they give you the reasons why. I said it. The CO2, right, is bad for the, for the ozone, right? It's killing. But wear a mask and breathe in your own, right? Like, it's the hypocrisy, the stupidity, the naivety, it's blatant. It's right there for you, but you idly fall in line. And I, I just I can't grasp the why. To what end? What are you getting out of it? Do you feel better when I could go out there and say, ha, yes, I know, Dave, they've been wearing masks for years because China's been a shithole, a polluted shithole for years. That's why. <laughs> anyway, I wish Dave would call in, well, I, he is on hold, and actually talk and defend his, they all wear a mask, comment. But, it's, it's just this, these people so proud of themselves because I have a mask. They're so proud of themselves. I wear gloves. So proud of themselves that they'll, they'll stop and move away from somebody passing by. Like, they're, they're proud. They're proud to show, look at me. You know, I got the barcode, the number tattooed on my skin. Look at me, right? Look at me. I'm branded like cattle now. Look at me. They'll be the first ones in line for the vaccine. They'll be the first ones to post on Facebook. I got stuck, did you? These are the type of people that are destroying a country. Because they've been, God, they've given us so many mechanisms to actually make this country into something more. And every time there's a spark, a glimmer of hope, it's the overwhelming majority who actually is the minority that destroy it for the whole. Herbie, you want to weigh in here? Because I'll just keep building up and get angrier. You went on so long there. What's, uh, what was the actual question? <laughs> I don't know, Mike, what was the question? <laughs> well, there, there was a bunch of things. So I'll, let me try and uh, break this down a little bit 
for for you, Herbie. So it's okay. it was kind of hard to follow. You know, it's kind of like uh, Dan going a little off tracks here. And you are, Dan. Um, no, I like maybe I have A D D D H D H D A I C dumb D U M B. They've got a okay? drum set, Dan. And you should, you should yeah, take I know. it because it's for your own good. <laughs> um, let's let's start with um. I actually want to start with the beginning of this thing. We mentioned uh, the uh, whole Muslim thing. Um, the the whole reason I think that this this thing is happening is of course to destabilize the United States of America, and the reason for that is because you can't have a one world government with a very powerful nations such as the United States. Um, to say that it has anything to do with Muslims, not really. The Muslims are being used as a, uh, a scapegoat for something that people yes. focus on. Because the new world government is not going to be Muslim-based. It's not going to be any religion-based. It's basically the people at each other's throats. And uh, as long as we can say, oh, it's this problem, it's, it's this group, it's this group, it's this group, it's really keeping people focused off the real problem which is us. it's these people behind the string, behind the scenes, pulling all the little strings and saying, oh, what you need to do here, you know, manipulate us. And um, these guys have billions, if not trillions of dollars to do this. I mean, you know, we, we always underrate psychology, but uh, they, they've got the, I, I guarantee you, they've got the top psychologists to say, hey, um, how do we get people to respond the way we want to? Oh, do this, say this, say this, couple of this, and you'll get people to be completely terrified to the point where they're going to go along with whatever you want. So uh, that's where I think that part is. As far as um, what you were saying about, oh, geez. I'll, you know, Dan, I, I got lost with this one, too. I kind of wanted to start with a little thing. I think, what else did he say? Because you said a lot of information there. And uh, How do you like, feel about the overwhelming point. compliance of people, the overwhelming compliance of people and the obedience of people wearing the mask and wearing all this crap when you have actual hey. doctors and specialists and surgeons coming out saying don't, but there's silence and the other well, ones well, aren't. You, you should have uh, the CDC and the Surgeon General saying do not wear a mask because it actually makes, it puts you more at risk because people tend to fiddle with more masks and, such, and things of that nature. Now, masks are good if you if you know you're sick. And, but the, here's the whole thing. They say that many people are sort asymptomatic or something like that. Is that the word, how they pronounce it? Basically, yes. you have a disease, but you don't know you have the disease. Um, a lot of people like this, so there's no real way, unless you manage to massively test everybody, which you can't. We can't even do that for the flu. And we've had that for how many decades now? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, people... <laughs> People need to understand mask is really not the solution that we think it is. I mean, if a person is really sick, yeah, wear a mask. I mean, you know, if, if you know, if I if I knew I was ill, I would definitely put one on because I don't want to spread it to someone else. I don't want I don't want to take that moral responsibility of possibly being someone ill or possibly killing somebody. I would feel horrible. But I mean, if if not, I mean, these germs tend to uh, tend, tend to stick to me. So let's say I'm adjusting mask every ten minutes ago. I don't know about you guys, but in my job, I've had to wear a mask. They're like, hey, Mark, you need to put this on. It's uncomfortable. I feel with it every two, three minutes. And apparently that's like a big virus magnet. And there was a virus on me. I'm putting it on my hand. I'm adjusting it on my face. So obviously my hands are rubbing on my face right by my mouth. That puts me more at risk. And uh, I think that people need to understand exactly what happens when you wear these things and you're a healthy person. And the, the information we're getting of course, from the mainstream forces, doesn't really help us with this. They're, they're just like, you need to do this, you need to stay in fight, you need to wear a mask at all times, and we, we've already had information that says, hey, this is not the correct way to go. 
Good, so to, uh, no, I, was, I was just waiting for him to finish up. So pretty much to hone in on, I think I can answer in a sense. You know, I, I can answer both questions at the same time with what you and and Dan were saying. The the blind obedience is very scary, and I've actually seen it personally with very rational people. My my aunt is a very rational person. Yes, she bought a face splash guard. She huh. what's that? Well, that's like one of those almost like a riot shield. Yeah, full shield. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, now I'm telling you, she's a very rational person. She's you know I mean she's a homeowner. She raised four amazing children. She's a very rational woman. She has been feared. She has been very feared. I mean she's she's not old. She's a little old. She's in her early sixties. So I mean yes, yeah, she's obviously a little bit more risk than you know I am clearly. But I would have never thought she would be that extreme. She it's like her her son came over to pick up dinner and she put the plate out on the porch. She didn't have him come in. Wow. So it's it yeah, and like I said, she's not you know, she's she's not a liberal at all. She's very conservative, but very I was just so surprised to see the see them react in that way. And and just everyone else, like I said, the the like you said, the blind obedience of it is, is just scary. And, and I think that's the problem with the majority of probably, I don't want, I don't know if I would just say the country or the entire planet. I think the, the human species is a very gullible breed and, and we're very easily manipulated. Just look at like, like sales and advertising. You put something on TV and it lures people to buy. If they have the money, they'll, they buy it just off mm-hmm. of what they see on TV. You, you know, no, you're... we don't even do research sometimes. You're spot on. And like we've spoken about on this show, I don't care what anybody says. This, These commercial campaigns and all their campaigns, they were ready for this. They were ready to launch oh, as soon as people were locked down. As soon as they were locked down. Hang on. And, and look at... Go ahead. What was that? Oh, okay. Uh, Lisa, are you there? I am. I'm here. I made it. <laughs> hey, right, cool. Hey, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Hi. Finish your point, Herbie. I just wanted to get her on. Oh, no, it's fine. Um... Like I said, look at you know going out with Cuomo. He's bringing in Bill Gates. What's the chances? <laughs> you know, and they, well, they're, they're talking about you know virtual schools. How in the hell are you going to have a virtual school? I mean, if you have two parents to work, who's going to be home with the kid? Mm-hmm. You know, so well, I'm 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 a married man. Both me and my my wife work, and we would not be able to be home to homeschool her. Am I going to get a gigantic raise in my paycheck to offset the difference for my wife staying home? It's all right. We're we're gonna we're gonna go into this a little bit more, and we're gonna talk a, a about a lot of other things. Because congrats, guys, you 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 got me fired up. I'm happy Elisa's on the line because, like I told you, we we have a lot of stuff that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week, and we're gonna get into. So we're coming up on the hard break. So we're gonna take a break for two to three minutes here. Go to the bathroom, whatever you like. Uh, go to the Facebook page, Voice of People USA Radio. Give us a like, follow. We'll be back in three minutes with the start of the second hour, and we will be going at it. So we'll see you shortly.
and rage. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio. And we are back live on blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA for now. This is the second hour where they like to cut us off. And I am Dan Sriglio, joined by Mike Jacobson, Herbie Clark, and Elisa Diaz. We'll be back on shortly, joining us in the second hour. We are airing live on the Age of Radio Network. Thank you all. To our friends overseas, thank you all for tuning in again. Much love to the Philippines because I love that damn country. And then there's a lot of people out there like here in America that are pissed off and, you know, they are not happy with what's going on. They see through it to our friends in Europe, to our friends in Sweden, to our friends in Poland, everywhere that listens to our show. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you to everybody here listening in the States and know that you are not alone. That's why this is lockdown radio brought to you by voice to the people USA radio. And again, if you want to call in and talk to us, yell at us, have a rational conversation. You don't want to yell at us because it'll go for really bad. Um, we'll make a fool out of you. But if you want to have a rational debate with us or disagree with us, please call in at 515-605-9832. Again, that's 515-605-9832. That can also be found in the chat room posted up top. I want to thank to all our partners that are airing our stream and distributing. Remember, we can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, Podcast One, and everywhere else. <laughs> we are there. Look for us, and you will find us. And if anybody heard a toilet flush, apparently, Herbie, maybe you're hearing things. I'm sorry. I don't. I wasn't me. <laughs> Not me either. But anyway, we are back in the second hour of our weekly show here on BlogTalkRadio.com/slash/VOPUSA, where big changes are forthcoming. This show is our anchor show, if you will. Every week we do this. Right now, tentatively, it's been Thursday at 6 p.m. We've been consistent for quite some time now, and we're, we're doing all right. But Thursday nights from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can listen to us live. We have some shows that are very caller-centric, caller-heavy, because we love hearing from you. We have some shows where we have no callers at all. We just talk and talk and talk, but it's what we do here at VOP USA Radio. Speaking of VOP USA Radio, please go to VOPUSARadio.com. VOPUSARadio.com. Listen to our archives. Listen to our shows from back in 2009, 2010. They're scary. Uh, All the way up to the current. We have tons of old episodes on there. We're going to have tons of specials coming there. And we want to drive, inevitably, all traffic to VOPUSARadio.com. Of course, we're on Twitter at VOPUSA Radio. And again, I bring it up on Facebook, as I lovingly refer to it as Fascist Book, at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Give us a like. Coming soon through our new friends at Podbean, we will have a email subscription list. Am I saying that like very 2006-ish? I don't know. Whatever. You're going to be able to actually subscribe to an email 
and get notified of specials we're going to be doing, special shows, start times, guests, everything in advance of everybody else. We're also going to be rocking our Patreon on Podbean. It's like Patreon, but just done internally. We are going to have special, special things for people who want to show their support for us. There are some out there, believe it or not. We'll have T-shirts. We'll have special edition episodes. We'll have special podcasts with special guests that will not air publicly, only in a private format for people who do want to subscribe. So we have a lot of things coming. We have a lot of big guests coming, especially starting in June, maybe by the end of this month, but especially starting in June. So we're going to have a very heavy summer going into the fall with very big things coming in the fall. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you to everybody that's been listening out there. We appreciate and love you, even if you hate us. So thank you again. So when Elisa comes back on, we're going to touch on Joe Biden, the sexual assault allegations. We're going to touch on a lot of other things. But um, to round up, what? Oh, where's where's me me too? too? (laughs) Yeah, well, that doesn't apply to Democrats. So, hey, hey, like I said, like I said, I was just. I mean, I'm not happy, but I was impressed that the sexual assault allegation came from a woman over the age of 11. So, you know, that's good. That's good for Biden, right? I mean, Jesus, usually he's groping kids all over the place. So, you know, yeah. another uh, – sorry, I'm not making a wrongful criminal accusation, but I'm just True. a public figure on a very low level making a comment about another public figure with lots of video proof on a much higher level that you're just a sick pedophile son of a bitch and senile bastard. But I'm, I'm surprised he didn't take a fight on Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's plane. He probably did. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for those pictures to come out. Yeah, dude, there's there's more coming. Elisa Elisa is back on the show. There's there's more coming, man. What did what did they snuff Epstein for? What else was coming out? I mean, come on. We have these we have the heroes of the world, including Mike will like this, and then I'm gonna stop and let Elisa jump in here, but because it falls in line what we're talking about, right? But I mean, I I was a Bush voter, a Bush supporter. I loved the man. I defended the man. You know, everything else. But, God, now when I see him coming out with Clinton and Obama, you have to stop being so political with the COVID-19. And Donald Trump has to stop being so political. You stupid, slithery little bastard. You child of the New World Order. Why don't you go straight to hell, sir? Seriously, go back under the rock. Trump said it. He's right. Go back under the rock you hit under during the Obama presidency and shut up. Because the only ones that made it political are people like you and your ilk. That's it. Elisa, hi. Welcome. Hi. What I missed. You, <laughs> you, missed, you missed a lot. Mike was ranting for like 20 minutes straight, not shutting up. And then Herbie started ranting and getting all loud and all confused. It was uh, bad. I, I was sitting here silent. I and everything. It was terrible. Yeah. So there you go. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know if she's with us at the moment, but she's there. All right. Well, well let's uh, roll on with the subject okay. as far as. Uh, Sorry, I'm here. Know. What did I miss? Okay. You're good. You're good. We, we were talking mostly about the world's favorite subject the COVID, the lies, the censored doctors, censored specialists, and all that crap, and the media sphere campaign. Obviously, we're going to get back to that, but, you know. Starting now, I mean, I brought it up, so why not roll with it? 
Let's talk about Biden. Let's talk about Me Too. Let's talk about all that. Oh, okay. Well, we can do that. Um, You know that I am a firm advocate for, and I'm sure that many of your your listeners don't know much about my story. Um, They will. I have a a deep-rooted issue with this entire situation that's coming out with uh, Joe Biden and and the uh, sexual misconduct allegations and all of those things. So here, here, this is the thing that, you know, I played back in my mind and I went back over and did research about the night that, do you remember when the whole debacle debate came out on the stage of the Democrats when Mike Bloomberg was on the stage and he, they ripped into him about his non-disclosure agreements. Yeah. So Joe Biden made a public statement that when Mike Bloomberg released the women from their non-disclosure agreements, that that wasn't good enough. That was his remark. It's amazing to me how now that Tara Reid came out with her allegation against him, all of a sudden, it's not every woman should be believed. But when it was his opposing candidates and when it was about President Trump, then we should believe all women. And when it was Brett Kavanaugh, all women, all of a sudden now, it's like, oh, nothing to see here. Yeah. And I have an issue Where'd they with all that. go? Where'd they all go, right? Where did well, all the is evidence that, that, that uh, the whole Me Too movement was never about caring about women. It, it really was just a political tool. And uh, when the whole thing first came, like Me Too first started, and many things, like I said, flat out on Facebook, this is a political weapon to be used against people whenever they want to. Oh, you want to be a rapist. I'm like, what? I, 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 can't, I can't tell you how many times I got this response. And thank God I am vindicated. Even though I didn't feel I needed some, I'm not a rapist. But, I mean, thank God that the proof comes out that these people, Democrats or Republicans, do not care in the least bit about what happens to women as far as sexual assault is concerned. I mean, for those who are sitting at home thinking, oh, there, you're fooling yourself. You're just being an ignorant hypocrite who's trying to look the other way because neither of them give a damn about any sort of female, you know, problem with women and men or men with women. Just don't forget Assault does happen both ways, even though the people try and tell you it's only men versus women. It's women and men. That's not women true. Women to men, too. Um, yeah, absolutely. Another part of this, I'll add to this, you got, you got your accusations against Donald Trump, which the Republicans ignore, the Democrats feasted upon. You have accusations you got to bid in, which Democrats ignore, the Republicans feast upon. But uh, the Libertarian candidates so far have no sexual assault allegations against them. Just putting that out there. Okay, well, well here's actually, my you're... Issue. you're but Wait, real quick, Elisa, good. I just wanted to, okay. I just wanted to clarify the record. Donald Trump did did address them, and he said, "Look at that, like I would ever touch that." And I think he was being very truthful. So that's all. Continue, Elisa. Okay, so okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me put this out here first. The first thing is, just so people know, I President Obama's first term, I voted for President Obama, the first term. So I am not. Overly, um, I was never overly political. I have changed now as I've gotten older, um, and I've 
gotten more involved in politics and I've started, I started to, you know, research and, and see things for, for what they were. I was young at the time and I believed the story that, that Obama sold like a lot of people. Now, with that being said, has Trump had sexual allegations pushed against him? Yes, he has. Has he been caught uh, speaking in less than favorable light about women? Yes. But here's the difference. Trump was never a politician. He was never someone that threw his hat in the ring and was strictly driven on political gain. He didn't have to do this. He's a multi, damn near a billionaire. So he didn't need this position. He did this because he's genuinely a patriotic person. He does so much for our veterans. He does a lot of good that I know gets overshadowed by the, the blatant hate for Republicans and for him. And they'll never give him credit no matter what he does. He could cure cancer tomorrow and they'll say it wasn't good enough. And that's fine. My problem, though, is that Biden has been in politics forever. And my issue is, is that if you have nothing to hide and you are completely innocent, how is it that when this first came out, you said nothing? Anybody that's interviewed you has said nothing. And all of a sudden, Nancy Pelosi believes Joe Biden. Nobody has even heard. Today was the first day that Tara Reid spoke publicly on the record. She did an interview with Megyn Kelly. Mm -hmm. To me, how do you say, I believe Joe Biden, before you even heard what this woman said? Like, you hate the president that much that you don't care whether he did it or not. You just believe him because it's for the betterment of your party. Of course. Well, it, and then I hear it, like Elizabeth Warren. I hear like, oh, she's being fought about for for his VP. If she signs on as a VP, she's the biggest hypocrite of them all. Well, yeah. Oh, I, I think mean, hypocrisy is the hallmark of both the Democratic and the Republican Party. I mean, more so yeah. I think with the Democratic Party, they're they're really showing their true colors of this whole thing. Well, I mean, they sell themselves as the heroes of, and yeah. look what well, they actually promote. And I mean, it, it I, I don't want to get a big image, and then they want you to ignore the fact they don't completely don't care about it, but they just want you to think in their the, the first image is that they care, and then the second image is that they don't really care, but you're supposed to think about that because you already think they care. Well, they're virtue signaling constantly. I mean, yeah. again, I don't want to get into it here because I think this warrants an actual whole episode, but. Elisa comes from a place where you want to talk about Democrat run, bread, union, everything, and look what they did to you. Look what they covered up there. And look at how much was exposed because of what you did, essentially being a whistleblower. So you, I lost you my lived entire it. life. Yes. I lost you, my life. Everything I – yeah, I lived this. I, what, and it's so crazy because – and really quick, for people that don't know – I am a survivor of sexual assault. I was sexually assaulted by a very high-ranking officer of the Philadelphia Police Department. I was a police officer for 10 years, and they did everything and anything they could to me to cover up what happened. They allowed it. 
the police department had a, a ring of sexual predators that are all high-ranking officers, and they went, every, they went as far as to try to set me up to put narcotics in my trash can. From, they paid uh, like a, a crackhead on the street in Philadelphia to put narcotics in my trash can so that internal affairs could open up an investigation on me that lasted for two years. They yep. destroyed my name, and in the end, every single thing that they said about me was untrue and unfounded. I'm, I'm sorry they had to go through that. And really, I, I, I personally didn't know. And, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of goes with some other things they say about police officers. Not not all of them, but uh, the extremes of the police protect themselves. And I'm, I'm very sorry they had to go through that. It was brutal. What? You know what I mean? And, and so I sympathize and I, and I empathize with what this woman is going through and, and, and the ridicule that she's receiving. Um, and, you know, she's a lifelong Democrat. This is not a Republican making this claim. Correct. You know, and, and what really does she have to gain from this? Oh, the ridicule, you know, and, the and hatred. The fact, you know, the, the, her, her people, I, I her friends, a family. I was from uh, Time Magazine like Bailey, Christine Bailey Ford did. No, no, not at all. No, she won't get no book, book deal or anything out of this. No. Yeah. You know, Sorry, like, Lisa, to me, like when her friends and her family and people that are neighbors of hers are, are talking about that, yes, she told me about this when it happened. We've had this conversation. Like, that's a lot of, of people to make up stories if this, you know what I mean, to, for this to be a lie. You know, it's a lot of people well, that she, are in on this. How long ago was this she went on the record with Larry King about it? It's not a new allegation. Yeah, yeah. it's not well, a new like, allegation. Where when it happened, she spoke up about it, and it yeah, was pretty right. much buried. And then what was it that but, they said that, that as far as her, her – um, the claim that was put in about it, that even if the uh, secretary or something has it, that uh, they can't release it anyway? Or I don't know. what Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I I'm don't know. I, now. I know a little bit about it. Yeah, it's, it's basically – it's too long. It's too late. And because of the – of how she reported it, even if it was brought to public, it would have no bearing because the full context would never be released. It was something I right. forgot what the hell it was called. Yes. So again, and and look at your celebrity side of this. Alyssa Milano, the the dumb shit of uh, Hollywood world. You know, the third rate has been nothing. That is the defender of women. She's out there still. I believe Joe and Lady Gaga. I'm with Joe, right? But then Rose McGowan. But they were all marching about Harry Weinstein. <laughs> yes. Yes. But Rose McGowan, who's another one, she's slightly insane. Good for her for sh- yeah. shitting all over Alyssa Milano and saying, no, it's wrong on both sides. Good for her. Right. But she's And look at what they're crazy. doing to her, though. Look what they did to her. Oh, yeah. Yep. They, they sacrificed her to basically make sure that people don't think one more, you know, about the whole rational, the whole common sense aspect of this is being silenced so that they can push their left versus right agenda is what's really going on here. Well, with the celebrity status, I mean, when Rose said that, she wouldn't come out and support Christina Blasey Ford either. And McGowan is, she called herself a libertarian. I I wouldn't insult libertarians like that. She's a liberal, but she wouldn't do that. And she said, this is is absurd and it's embarrassing and it's a disgrace to real victims. And she was right. So they, they labeled her a long time ago. 
But that's what they do. They use their mechanisms, they use their power, and they silence the real victims. That's what pisses me off as an outsider looking in, saying what they do, where they're supposedly so empowering women, no, they're actually scaring true victims. They're condemning true victims, and they're silencing true victims. They're not giving them the chance to speak, because all they see is, well, if I say it and this person's liked, well, they're going to ruin my life. They're going to threaten to kill me, kill my dog, all this other crap. It, it's, it's insane. That goes back to the, the 70s with Hillary and Bill. It go, it, the list goes on and on and on. So there are well, actually – It might be the side here. Uh, look at the other you know, men, people of the opposite sex, like Corey Feldman, who has long since said that there's a lot of things going on behind, behind the scenes as far as – Oh, uh, yeah. And his whole thing has been mm-hmm. completely silent. He actually produced a Didn't movie they, like, that you barely yeah. hear from these yeah. days. And it was, was only saying. released a few months ago. This, but didn't, yep, they, it's didn't it go offline? Felt traumatized by this stuff. Yes. Yeah, they, they like, made that movie. He was showing it as a live thing, and they, they messed this whole thing up. Yeah. Yeah. They, they basically yeah, he's random. He has to get his own security detail because his life is in that much jeopardy. And Correct. No, no media coverage whatsoever of this. I going to say, oh, he's a celebrity loon. The guy was abused as a kid. I mean, I, I, I completely believe his story, but you Absolutely. don't hear about it because the media doesn't want you to hear it. Yep. Well, they, well we turn... honestly, he tributes Corey Haynes' issues and, and the old yeah. demise and death as a part of that, as a reason for that. And I understand that 100%. And I'm sure there's many more that have happened like that, too. Isaac Cappy. It's Isaac horrible. Cappy. Yeah. There, there's, there's, there's so many. There's so many. And they just get banished off to Never Never Land because, again, the, the true power system, the wing, the wing of the evil entities that want to destroy the world – they are completely facilitated by, they are propped up by, and their foundation is the mainstream media and alleged independent media, alleged opposition media. They are funded, manipulated, controlled, and they are, they are the, that's the true magic bullet. It's the media, how they destroy their, and they will destroy their own. They will destroy yep. their own. You look at a, a sick, disgusting, perverse son of a bitch who, I mean, I hope he's burning in the lowest layer of hell with Jeffrey Epstein. But was he going to turn? Of course he was going to turn. Probably. He had a, why, do you think, why do you think he kept the logs, right? He knew mm-hmm. it was going uh, to be his ammunition. Yep. But Who's the one that they were going to kill him? Wasn't Jer- Jeremy yep. Seville or something like that? His radio personality? Oh, yeah. They basically, there's a big pedophile ring around him also that people, many, many, many people were tied to. Before, this was before Epstein. Oh, this was um, the uh, the um, I, Max. I I can't think of the name. Nexium, the Nexium uh, pedo cult, the sex cult. Oh, the, the and, before the pedo cult. Yeah, this is another well, one there, too, there, with uh, lady who was tied to uh, Smallville. Oh yeah, that's you know no, that's the one. Go ahead. When did it become? When did it become socially acceptable for elitists to engage in pedophilia? How is that mm-hmm. like? What kind of sick fucks is that? Like, I I, I can't wrap my brain around that. I, and, I and, can't think about it too much myself, but uh, you have a good point there. I mean, you don't that, you I think they have a level that. of power over people, and basically being, being able to screw kids 
is something that you know no, no normal person would even consider. But they think because they're so powerful, they they can get off the power of doing it without any sort of repercussion. Yeah, but and what? They're, well, they're basically well, on their own power with stuff, this sort of stuff. But what is it like? What is it? The power makes you make something click in your it, head to want to like fondle children. I don't understand that. It's yes. And then also, well, get ready, everybody, because Blog Talk's going to shut us off any moment here. It's also your, bo- your Bohemian Groves, your, your cult groups, the big power groups like that will actually manipulate you, which I don't know how you could be manipulated exactly, but they will have a girl pretend to be 18 years of age and she's 14 and they take video and then they control you. Then you are controlled. You are controlled, congressman, controlled oh, senator, controlled true, yeah. whatever. Pretty much. So they use they use children as collateral. Herbie, I'm sorry, man. You you can chime in no, any time here, man. I, you know, it, it's it's the sickness, and you have to pay attention to it. And again, this is not my pro-Trump bias showing here. I think there needs to be a lot of credit given to the rings of sex of uh, pedophilia rings of human trafficking rings that have been shut down under this president that doesn't even compare to every other president combined that's the work that's being done behind the scenes that you'll see the yeah, that you don't hear about. We arrest, no yeah we arrested 2600 uh, people in a pedophile ring in california and moving on trump's a racist you know it, it's like they don't talk about it because it's not it's not good that that can't be allowed to be on the air we can't discuss that of course, and you're hurting. But how does that not our... bring ratings? Because like, people want to hear saying. what Trump did good. They want to hear what he did and do good. Yeah, of but course. As a, and listen, you don't have to support Trump. You don't have to like Trump. But if you have children and you don't see that as a good thing, that that's children. How many were children were saved yep. from that? Then, then yep. shame on you. Well, well, yeah, this that you have to, uh, look at all our stories like the Pentagon. Which I think oh, yeah. I don't know the exact numbers. I think they did an investigation and they found three thousand computers for individual users at Pentagon with child pornography on them. And, you know how many and cases not for... were prosecuted? Zero. It was it was zero, but it was like I want to say two hundred and three of three three thousand cases were prosecuted for uh, these guys at the Pentagon. These are people that are helping um, control our country. I and then that's what it's child porn was fine out on them. I think it shows that's just that's how deep this depravity yep. re- re- revolves in our government inter- infrastructure. I think it's, 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 it's a control mechanism. If you're a pedophile, if they, they've got their claws in you, again, pretty much you say, oh, you're going to do what we say, or else we're going to have you arrested because we have an easy way to do it. It's It's a sickness, and that is when I go back to, we talked about it last night with, on the show with Carrie, that's when you go back to what Eisenhower said in the 50s. Again, the full statement, the technological military industrial complex coming from a former general, okay, who was president. Why did he say what he said in his farewell address? Why did it take 10 years for anybody else to come out like a JFK, a Democrat, to come out and they say, well, when he made the comment about blowing up the CIA and the FBI into a million little pieces and scattering it all over the world, he also said secret societies. And, of course, as yeah. we know, he was dead seven days later. Why, why do these things, they get the pass, the, the, the structure, the evil, the entrenched evil. 
They are the ones. People want to know where the deep state begins. It begins in the Pentagon, and it runs deep in the FBI and the CIA, as we all know. The CIA is responsible as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not going to give that typical statement. Well, it's not the rank and file, blah, 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 whatever. All right, yeah. No, I'm I don't sure want to hear that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't. The CIA no. is responsible for Mao Zedong. The CIA is responsible for the Jun, Kim Jong-un family of North Korea. The CIA is responsible for al-Qaeda. Responsible for Saddam Hussein, responsible for Osama bin Laden, responsible for well, look ISIS. Well, what the CIA Re- did with when, with the Holocaust, with with Hitler oh. bringing all the scientists, giving them all like thank you, millions of dollars. We talk about Operation Paperclip or Paperclip? Huh? We should yeah, do a we whole show on Paperclip. paperclip. Yeah. We should do a we whole should. show on Paperclip. Between I don't think a lot of between, people know. Yes, yes, we need to do a show on Paperclip and Boomerang. Because that the, the boomerang, <laughs> well, yeah, but but boomerang explains how the CIA controlled controlled the media, how it came out publicly, and then paperclip will will tell you where everything that we're seeing today, all the things that have happened, how we all it all stemmed from the SS, it stemmed from the Nazis, it came and we brought mm-hmm. it here. <coughs> Excuse me. We brought their technology here. We brought their people here. And then again, I keep talking about it because it needs to be spoken about. Thomas Watson, the, the founder of IBM, whose granddaughter, Melinda Gates, now is married to Bill, left the fortune to him. He was credited in the Nuremberg trials, in the Munich tribunals. He was credited as one of the main funders of the SS and the Nazis, along with some high-ranking Jewish people sent from Great Britain. It was all deliberate. Hitler was your, he was your Kim Jong-un, Mao Zedong of the time. Okay, MacArthur, my favorite general in military history. MacArthur said it when he ignored the orders that came from D.C., went deeper into Korea. We took out we took out 100,000 Chinese soldiers. He was going to go and finish the job. And he said, we're going to and I quote, we're going to cut off the CIA head in Beijing before they're allowed to bring their evil to the world. And then he was taken off the ship flown back to D.C., and the last thing he said, that anybody remembers, old soldiers never die. They just fade away. What did that man know? What did these people know? The European Union, wet dream of the, of the Nazis. The World Health Organization, wet dream of the Nazis. The U.N., which, be, which stemmed from the League of Nations, the wet dream of the Nazis. The Trilateral Commission, the WHO, the European Union, and the U.N. That's the true Trilateral Commission that nobody talks about. And yes, Yes, we need to do a show just on these things. Even if it's a three-hour show, we split it in half. Boomerang, paperclip. You know, if we go in timeline, boomerang came first, right? No, uh, yeah, uh, kind of simultaneously, actually. So yeah, whichever. You about Mockingbird or like, Mockingbird? Thank you. Oh, uh, boomerang. Well, yeah, boomerang was something different. Thank you. I was wrong there. It was Mockingbird. Thank you. I knew oh, I was yeah. saying it. It didn't sound right. Boomerang is another one though we should talk about. But oh, yes, yeah, Mockingbird. Definitely. Like in other words, and all that too. Oh God, we we really me and Elisa discussed this once. We we want to do a show still well, talking about I everything. Do a, do a show about uh, CIA operations that we don't really know about. I mean, the CIA is yep. an American organization that does horrific things around the world, and they have horrific to do it. Yeah, and people don't understand they, just how horrific what they're doing is. And and that's. That's what pisses me off when they go after Trump or they go after any other president 
that when they dare make a negative comment about the intelligence agencies, how dare you? And then Schumer, what did Schumer say? That Trump better stop because they have 17 ways from Sunday of taking you down. And, uh, you know, all this, all of yeah. this crap. Right. The CIA has way more power than most people understand. I mean, Anyone. It, I, I, I'll be honest. I think the CIA has more power than our military. Oh, easy. Yeah, there's, absolutely. there's a lot of there. There are white hats. And there's a lot more white hats in the military and the FBI than there are in the CIA. They exist, but the CIA has the control. Even in a war zone, the CIA steps in, they own it. They make the decisions. The commander-in-chief, that means nothing to me. General, that means nothing to me. I'm the CIA. It's, it's, it's the, the, oh, God, this, this, I, I don't care what anybody says. People think I'm crazy here. But this whole Kim Jong-un returned to the fertilizer factory, but no video, no audio. But Kim Jong-un is alive yeah, and doing great. That. But Tokyo Rose is that. back on. No, the propaganda media stopped after he met with Trump. And it was, still wasn't great, but there was no shooting. Magically, they're firing at the DMZ. Um, Kim Jong-un is alive and back to doing the, all the bullshit. I honestly, and I'm not giving Kim Jong-un a pass here, okay? But I honestly believed it when he said... And again, did anybody listen to what Kim Jong-un said? He doesn't want to repeat the failed experiment and legacy of his family. He was referring to, because he was educated in uh, Yale, he was educated all over, you know, but he was referring to the CIA puppeteering of North Korea, the CIA puppeteering of Mao Zedong. I firmly believe that, and they need him dead. So... Even the most evil fucks get a they they will get taken out when you speak out of turn. This this whole thing, the censorship, the 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 shadow banning, the disappearing, the murders, all of it, all of this stuff, it it plays into everything. It plays into it's COVID. The bodies this, behind the Clintons. <laughs> That's yeah. like so blatantly obvious. When are we going to have a lockdown from the Clintons? I mean, Jesus Christ, they still have called, I think they've killed more than COVID, right? Well, that's well, true. Probably we don't know how many. Well, so free. <laughs> Better be careful, Dan. Well, you You'll can't be lock party. her up. Yeah, that's, dude, there's your perfect, you just answered your own comment. If he <laughs> yeah, didn't do that, it. That you, Trump actually is, is part of the problem, but. No, no, it's called. That? You could go into it all you want. You're just going to sound stupid because anybody who thinks that any president is more than a figurehead doesn't understand. And I know you know better. That falls in the line with even the presidency has become nothing more than a puppet of the deep state. I do not believe he is one. Do you believe his attorney generals would go, Barr? I, I, I don't like Barr. I'll give him credit for finally speaking up a little bit too late with the states and everything else, right? So he's doing some good. Sessions did some good, but I think Trump was pissed because he cannot – Trump can't lock anybody up. And that's what I wish people would shut the fuck up. And it's not a defense to him. Obama couldn't. Clinton couldn't. Although Clinton magically found a way to do it. But none of these presidents can say, I want this person arrested. Lock him up. No. It does not work like that in government. But Well, if it's an average whether, everyday citizen, you can't. they will. But anybody that has any course. power can't get locked up. Of course. Unless but you or you I do something right. like that and we'll be in jail. 
well, if we open up a beauty salon and, and, and make sure people have a paycheck and follow social distancing rules and wear a mask, we'll go to jail when a piece of shit Obama-appointed judge in Dallas, Texas, doesn't – you don't apologize and, and bow to him and say, please, man in the robe who has more power than the governor, the attorney general, the lieutenant governor. You have all the power in the world, man in the robe, just like the priests that go to school and they put on a collar and they con- condemn you to heaven or hell, right? I put on a robe. I am the law. You didn't apologize? How dare you? You're in jail for seven days. Like, this is the sickness. This is, Frank Scavo said it last night, and I haven't said it in a long time. Lawfare. 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 That's exactly what happened. One of the other reasons why they want Trump gone and they want Trump dead is because he put too many justices in that, yes, they're conservative, Republican, but not we all know. Some conservative judges are pieces of shit, like an Alito, like um, Roberts, whatever. Clarence Thomas, I think, is one of the true OGs. Scalia was too good. He needed to go. <laughs> he, he died in his sleep with a pillow over his head. No autopsy. Uh, don't nobody pay attention to that, right? So you have them releasing criminals from jail to make room for everyday American citizens that dissent from the fear porn, dissent from the propaganda. Every disease, every assassination, every war, whatever it is, it was designed, manipulated, and controlled by the CIA in concert with your Rockefellers, your Robert Barons, your Rothschilds, your Gates, your Soros. Your D- it's all in line with. And they do not care how many people die. They do not care. They need population control because when there's less people, they'll be scared into submission like what happened in China. Everybody forgets that China got their asses handed to them. Big China got their asses handed to them by the Japanese in World War II. China was our ally. And we couldn't have freedom in China. We couldn't have something resembling democracy or a republic. So don't worry, our good friends in the CIA went and made sure that we're going to get a good guy in like Mao Zedong, and he's going to save you. Once they kill over 100 million of their citizens, what do you think happened to the people there? Do you think everybody in China is bad? Hell no. But they're scared shitless, and that is what this country is becoming. Same difference. The UN, the UN, the UN is evil, but the UN even admitted Because of this lockdown in America and in the UK, over 130 million to 300 million people in the third world will die. When the first world falls, the third world dies. They don't care. You see that woman that came out in the video that exposed uh, Fauci with the HIV thing, the woman, the scientist who was put in jail for 11 years with no charges against her. They're removing that video everywhere, right? When she was talking about how these scientists trademark sicknesses like Bill Gates, trademark coronavirus, trademark vaccines. They could have controlled HIV in the early 80s in France, but they didn't do it because they couldn't make enough money. The CIA is involved in all of it. People profiteer, racketeer off of sickness and death. And that's why I keep yelling about they want you to die because I don't know how clear I can make it. 
They make money off of you dying. Hospitals get rich off of you dying. They put healthy people on ventilators knowing it'll kill them, but that's okay because that's an extra 15 to 30 Gs on top of the 40,000 for the diagnosis of COVID. Well, they died with COVID. No, you die from COVID, not the other way around. The ever-changing death numbers, the ever-changing diagnoses, the ever-changing amount of whistleblowers magically disappearing, being silenced, it's done by design. And a lot of these diseases and pandemics, you know where they got the idea from? When Hitler was doing it in the 40s and we brought it to America, it all... St- oh. And people are blind to it. So I'm not going off on a tangent, getting off of a subject here. What I'm trying to say, and then I'll shut up and let you guys talk. What I'm trying to say is it all goes back to the nucleus. The CIA is the deep state, which is the one world government, which is in bed and in line with, and they control everything from supply chain to famine to disease to everything. They control it. They manipulate it. It's done by design. And now I said it. I seen another report today. Look at the ozone. The holes in the ozones are getting, getting smaller now thanks to the lockdowns. The climate brigade of assholes, the global warming elitist assholes, are also engaged in this pandemic bullshit. But, hello, we're in, what, a winter storm warning now for Friday into Saturday? This deep into May, we're going to get a foot of snow up by me and Herbie. But, oh, nothing to see here. It's global warming, right? Right? No. It's controlled. The Earth's temperature is actually getting colder, but we don't talk about that because it doesn't fit the narrative. Everybody's going to die. The ice caps are all going to be gone by 2007, 9, 10, 12, 16, 20. By 2030, the world's going to end. Eventually, they'll get it right. COVID-19, 2 billion will die. 5 billion will die. 1 million will die. 2 million will die. 500,000 will die. 100,000 will die. 60,000 will die. 80,000 will die. When they can't stay on track, it's because they're changing it as they go because even they have fucked up. This is by design. It is deliberate. It is evil. And people need to wake the fuck up. I'm done. All right. With that said, <laughs> I would like to comment on something you said right at the beginning of your rant, man. You were talking about the Attorney General Barr and uh, his prosecuting for Trump. I'd like to mention that his father, Bill Barr, is directly really is directly connected to Terry uh, Epstein. He was actually his yep. representing attorney during the 2008 plea deal, which everyone seems to think was obscenely lenient. After that, he, with, refused uh, to re- he refused to cooperate with federal investigators because he was a representative of the, of the client. This is the father of our current attorney general. I want to go back in his AG. Re- these are direct ties for our current government to Epstein. Yep. I mean, let, let's again, let's not pretend that these these people do not have their, their hands sunk in current people, such as Trump. Trump is not as innocent as you want to pretend he is. He has ties I'm not presenting keeper. anything. All I am saying to you is you're doing nothing but repeating the same bullshit I hear on CNN. You are not talking about solutions. I am not How defending. Am I, I am speaking the truth. I am speaking the truth. So don't sit I'm here speaking, and tell me I'm about how Trump is evil. I want to hear that shit. 
He's good, wonderful. And Trump spoke about Epstein years ago. Didn't go to his island. Didn't. Do, he knew a, a billionaire knew a billionaire. Imagine that Just shit. Just son so in the don't sit position. there and tell that's me not, that's not, on the same bullshit I hear Why constantly and consistently. We do oh, this we at a lot of time. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> But the fact is that Trump and his his power base is directly tied to the same corporate and media bullshit that he's talking about. You're yeah, but Barr has gone against, uh, gone against Trump numerous times. The, the he's, son he's of the, the guy who represents Jerry Epstein is not a tie-in with this. Please, don't tell me that he's no, not. If he's that gone was the case, he's then gone they, wouldn't, they wouldn't yeah. hate him so much. Yeah, Barr is they, Barr, they want honestly, to Mike. So That's the whole thing. Honestly, no, Mike, I mean, Barr the establishment has, hates Trump. Mm-hmm. And and right. Barr, yeah, as far yeah, as I'm yeah, concerned, he's is establishment. that are part of the establishment uh, that are tied in with the establishment to be his government. You know, you know the political game. You've seen a little bit, just like I seen. You know damn well there's a lot more in play with that one. I've always thought well, Barr was he he was fucking Bush's AG, right? One of them, uh, I his, believe. His father was, yes. Yeah. It's just, they're, they're all, yeah, Mr. New World Order. You know, I it, think they're all linked together, though, to be quite honest. Yes. And they get they oh, yeah, maneuver it, who they the want other. into. I mean, it's, just, it's almost like, uh, how would I say this? A, 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 uh, it's basically a family of criminals, or however you want to call it. I mean, this family keeps going, and they, they do this, this function for the government. It's almost like a mafia, in a way. <laughs> yes, and that's why. And and I'll, let's let's just move on to other people like you, whoever, because I talk too much. But that's what I was saying, Mike. The true, the true opinion of him, from me at least, the final judgment will come. And I pray to God he gets elected a second term because anybody else they're going to put up is fucking horrifying. But that will be the D-Day for me. What he does in the second term, because JFK never made it to a second term. His brother never got oh. the chance to even get in. I, mean, I want to see... The, the CIA completely solid is the Kennedy family. I mean, that, that's what yeah. Yeah. I'm 100% yeah. in agreement with. Yeah, well, I just want to see, and they... JFK Jr. was Donald Trump's best friend. He gave the interview, and then he flew into the ocean because they needed the yeah, seat for Hillary to run. Something, and his so, just suddenly crashes into the ocean. Something about that fishy too, but that doesn't give oh, that whole thing. Yeah. Oh God. Well, they 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 don't care. The good Democrat Kennedy was uh, Teddy. You know, he he killed the girl, so he's he's one of us now. So <laughs> and, I mean, JFK was. People understand also that uh, we talk the left-right divide. The people that see CIA silence were Democrats. Oh, right? yeah. We can't always talk crap about them because there were people that spoke against it on the opposite side of the uh, political spectrum. They're dead. <laughs> yep. They don't care. They, we care more. We'll argue more because at our core, we believe – see, me and Mike believe the same thing. We want both political parties to essentially die. You see, that, yep. that's the – Truth. We are in full agreement on that. Eh, I even want something yeah. more than that. You know, I, you know I my feelings. I mean, the libertarians are probably the best of the group, but they're not the uh, they're not they're not the be all and all of uh, politics either. But uh, as far as my political leanings, for what we currently have, I'm going libertarian. I hope most people look into it, but 
we've had this discussion before, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah. At least I'm sorry. What? Continue if you like. I, I I'm I'm done. <laughs> he ran out. He ran out of steam. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Being, yeah, I'm being considered. All the time we do, we can argue just like we did beforehand. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and then laugh. We could do this for 24/7. Yeah. Believe me, we're we're like old men in this game. So, <laughs> so who who wants to speak? Elisa, Kirby, come on. What? What? Do, uh, well, what? I don't know. What, what, what do you want me to speak on? How insane this country is, or, or <laughs> the shitty establishment? <laughs> Do here's something. I'd like something to know more that, about the, what, what you feel the influence of the CIA is on, the, on our government. I mean, yeah. I personally think it controls most of every, almost everything that we see and hear yeah. politicians doing. I mean, yeah. what's your opinion on that? But we're here, so we might as well I, go with it. I think that honestly, like, I, it, it, you have to be blind to not see. That there is that the CIA has extremely long tentacles in everything. Yep. You know, and, and I think that they do a lot more than and than your common people know. I think that there's a lot of evil that comes out of them. I think that they're solely responsible for the assassination of, of Kennedy. Um, I think that anybody that's gone against what their narrative is and any money that threatens, you know, what their what they want to be public is is a liability and, and they end up either crashing into the ocean or coming up with a a suicide somehow with their heads cut off but it was a suicide. You know Pellow over their head. Even if Huh? Pellow over their head. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, because think about it. Like, people, like, even with the, the the length of bodies that are behind the, the Clintons, you know, I mean, some of those are blatantly obvious not suicides, but they're deemed as suicides because they're taken out. You know, anybody yeah. that's had anything Powers on the Clintons have been seriously, like, you mean to tell me 50 people all committed suicide? They're going to post humusly or whatever, uh, label that as COVID death. Continue. Yeah, like crazy. It's it's insane, and and the fact that they've gotten away with what they've gotten away with for so long, I think it's just honestly ignorance because a lot of people don't know. Like people are surprised still to this day. How many years ago was the Holocaust and Hitler? What were we looking at? Fifty years ago? Oh God, longer. Longer yeah, than that. We're, we're, and people yeah. still don't know that those scientists that did horrific experiments on human beings were brought over to the U.S. and given amnesty and, and you know, six-figure jobs and are working in NASA? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yep. And not just one or two, like hundreds of them. Like, you couldn't find anybody that were American, that were good people to do these jobs. You went and pulled scientists that were fucking dissecting and injecting insane things into human beings for fun to run NASA? Well, look at the experiments they had in St. Louis where they were, they were spreading a, was it, nuclear particles, something like that, into the air? Yes. And, development and, and look stuff what they're and, doing. And we didn't even know about it. I mean, that, that's pretty much Nazi-level stuff that happened in America after the Nazis came to America. So go figure. 
you know, too, the, the other issue that, that something else that I was, I happened to do research on and I was looking into was there's a lot of uh, scientists that are doing experiments with like, um, atom, like splitting atoms and, um, doing like basically trying to create a black hole in a small. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is so fucking dangerous. We know like, like just like the fact that, okay, like we know more about what's on the, supposedly what's on the moon than we do about the depths of our ocean and like the Mariana trench and shit. And like, hmm. to me, you don't know enough about space to make it to the moon again, but you want to build a black hole, even in the smallest proportion, like you're well, setting well, there this, are some uh, of us up for failure. One university actually has a contained black hole right now. I want to say yeah, it's, 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 it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's insane. Pittsburgh. And the fact that, but, look uh, at the hole in Russia. Do you remember the hole that they built in Russia? I'm sorry, I'll, I'll see. I don't mean to cut you off here, but... Uh, Look at, um, so I, there was a physicist who says something about, uh, what is it, the Mandela effect? And how it's, yes. been, it's been increased since we've started doing these experiments with uh, alternate realities and stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a genius as far as this is concerned. I don't, I'm not an authority, but there are people out there that think these things have happened more and more since we started experimenting with parallel universes and alternate universe, you know, alternate realities. And... It's kind so of parallel agreement. Don't go off of that very, subject. What's that? Don't go off the parallel universe subject because I'm going to tell you something about that. Okay. Well, that, that's just where I'm at. The, the, the warnings were there, and then all of a sudden they start happening in very, very large numbers. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I tried all the Mandela effect, and uh, there's a lot of things I think that, that are there. There's a lot, of, you know, there's a lot of ones that also are claimed that I can honestly, at least in my mind, disprove. But uh, it, I think it's a real thing. And, uh, I don't want to get. Oh, someone's getting arrested. Oh, <laughs> that's the ambulance going by. <laughs> the CIA is coming for us. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so you know, I don't want to get too conspiracy or like Stone's like, but uh, I think it's a real thing. And uh, as far as the CERN, it seems to have to be more and more prevalent since the, uh, the CERN Super Collider came online. CERN. <laughs> That's another thing we need to do a fucking show on. Oh, yeah. That- so, okay, to, to back what you're saying, though, about the parallel universes. Okay, so for people listening that are interested in that type of shit, there's a, a cop that this is out of California. Needs, your, your personal show needs to be about, by the way. Yeah. I'm telling because wait, this is going to – people are going to be surprised about this. This is crazy, and a lot of people don't know about it. There's a cop that started investigating. Okay, so in our national parks – there have been thousands of people that have gone missing and oh, have sorry, never been like found a, again. I, I heard about this from, the, from a person who's okay. in the FBI at Creek Park in Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania. They yes. claim yep. about okay. 30,000 kids have gone kids, missing over yes. a period of 12, 20 years. They're okay, not so reported. The, the name of it is, if you look up on YouTube or, or you start doing research on it, if you look, it's called The Missing 411. There is the, the police officer that started investigating this, his name is David Politis. He's wrote a series of books about this and have put in close to 20,000 hours of research and have found clusters all over the United States and around the world of where these missing clusters of people are happening. Now, prime example, 
a kid named Dennis Martin was with his family, like camping. He ran the opposite way out of eyesight for 30 seconds. The FBI, the military, one of the only, there's only been a handful of times the military has come in and participated actively in a search on on the U.S. territory. Went in, to this day, they have never even found his remains. People say, oh, well, it's animal attack. Okay, animal attacks leave cradation. Leave blood, skin, or something, yeah. Blood, exactly. There's animal cradation. And there is no sign of any of these things. And when their bodies are found, they're found in a spot that has been searched multiple times like right in front of a trail that they had to walk on every day to promote the search for weeks. And all of a sudden, four months later, the body's on the trail, in the middle of the trail. It's impossible. Hmm. Yeah. And there's so much research out there. I I implore people that are interested in that kind of weird shit. And the reason I say parallel universe or or like parallel, whatever you want to think it is, it's so bizarre because – like the park rangers, when he, when, when the police officer was doing the research, he, because he's an author, he's privy to the Freedom Act, the Freedom of Information Act, which means that oh, yeah. you, you don't get you don't get charged for uh, records. So he was trying to get records from the Park Service on their missing persons cases. The Park Service told him that they don't keep a record of missing people. And that if he wanted them to give him one, he would have to pay them over a million dollars. That's how deep it goes. Yeah. So, and who so controls when are we the park do... system? Federal government, of course. Oh, state, state but, and federal government, I should say. Yeah, it, it's part of government. Yep. And so, like, it, it's insane. These are children. Are we... These are people that were highly intelligent that just go, they, they just disappear off the face of the earth, like, in seconds. Like, where are they going? And where did they go? When, when are we going to do a show on this, Elisa? We need to, because I have so much. To, I've, been, I've been studying this for probably almost two years now. Anytime people... you want, because there's so much information. Have you have you heard about the uh, the Sarah Joe whaling boat, Elise? Yep. What is that? Yep. That's it was back in the it was back in the 80s. It was a, it was a whaling boat. Um, it, it disappeared. It, it, you know, it was afloat or adrift for three months. They're speculating, and all of a sudden, mysteriously, it showed up on an island that they already checked. Yeah, I'm t- this happens, and people probably are like, "Oh no, no, it really fucking happens." And there's thousands of cases. And you can look it up. You can read the books. You can go and research for yourself. These people are real people that are really still missing. They're, they ha- they're in uh, um, Can-Am is the foundation that uh, David Politis runs. It's for missing people. It's a, it's a charity and a foundation that does research and tries to find missing people. And these people are, are in NamUs, which is a, a website that's run um, – and they exist. They're real people that really have never been found. For and there's no explanation. And are a little bit skeptical. All this actually is easily accessible information. 
You just need to look up yourself and uh, you're going to find for yourself how just how scary and real what she is saying is. And uh, please, real, don't, and it's scary. please don't take anything less than seriously and, because and it's, it's there. Understand that something that we spoke about last night that me and Carrie spoke about, something we're going to start doing very soon is attaching links and attaching white page links or whatever it may be. Yeah. We're going to start putting that on the website so people know we're pulling this from actual resources and we're right. not just and talking about like, I'll say it again. It, it's called the Missing 411. His name is David Politis. He was a, a police officer in California, like a real police officer. He left the job. He started looking into missing persons people, and this is all what came out. And and the Park Service has tried to hide it so much that it's blatantly obvious. And you can look it up for yourself. With that, it's scary. Hold that thought. It's crazy. Hold that thought. I, I I'm running a little bit late, and I have to stay on track with it. But we'll make this a very very quick one. So, for everybody out there, this is Voice of the People USA Radio. We are not coast to coast. We are uh, a blend of all of it because we talk about a multitude of issues on here that are very interesting and intriguing as far as I'm concerned. We may yell. We may laugh. We may cry. We may talk about things that are very, 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 very scary, but it's, it's a different truth that people need to hear. So this is Voice of the People USA Radio. You're listening to us live on blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA. Visit our website at VOP USA Radio. Like us on Facebook at Voice of People USA Radio fan page. Follow us on Twitter at VOP USA Radio. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, um, Podbean, 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 um, iHeartRadio. I think I said that already, and all the other ones. With that, we're going to do a quick 30-second station ID here, and we'll be right back. Engage and rage. Engage and rage. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio. And with that, that was a quick, quick, quick end of hour into third hour break. We are back on Voice of People USA Radio live into the third hour already. The reason why those breaks are done is because very soon we're going to be interjecting sponsors with actual ads, and we had to do that for station identification purposes. So thank you for bearing with me. So let's continue the conversation. Okay. So real quick, I'm going to jump in, and then you guys can pick up on whatever you want. But another really crazy case that I read about about this in this whole cluster is that there were four guys rock climbing mountain climbing up to the up the peak of a mountain i want to say i don't know if it was mount shasta i'm not sure what the mountain was but it was one of the i mean we're talking quite high like 17,000 feet in elevation they were all connected you know how if you if people that are familiar with rock climbing mountain climbing when you're in a group you're on a line and there's a person at the top the next person the next person and then the last person and as you're climbing up, that's how you keep track of it, because sometimes when you're getting higher up in elevation, you have snowstorms and stuff that hit. You can't see. Visibility is very low. It's, it's how you stop from becoming lost. Well, they got to the top of the mountain. Up comes the first guy. Up comes the second guy. Up comes the third guy. Now they're waiting for the last guy. They're 17,000 feet up in the air. Where is there to go? They waited. 
five, ten minutes, still nothing. They pulled up the rope. The end of the rope was cut. They never found his body, have no idea where he went. They had just looked back and saw him five minutes prior to reaching the top of the summit. And now it's, it's been it's been like 15 years. They still have not found his body. And they've searched that whole mountain top to bottom, had search parties, had thousands of people, professional rock climbers, professional search and rescue. Nothing, not even not his equipment, not his body. Where the fuck did he go? Mm-hmm. You're 17,000 feet in the air. Where did he go? You can either go up or down. <laughs> he either went up or he went in. There, there's so much. There's so much. There's that, so much. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's mainstream shit that people don't talk about, like MK Ultra, and then there's the non-mainstream stuff that you're talking about here, like we're all talking about that people know nothing about. And nothing. And I knew nothing about why, it. If I may you, give a shout, you, if anyone has, if any of our listeners have a chance to go on YouTube. Look up the uh, video Conspiracy of Silence. There's a lot of things there that might might uh, open your eyes also. You said Conspiracy of what? Conspiracy of Silence. It's a basic silence. story. Okay. Silence. It's a revolving around a Boys Town, USA, and uh, oh, all yeah. the abductions that happen there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there, I think, that people would be really... And this is, like, another reason that Dan and I have have touched on this a lot about, like... People always say, like, oh, like, um, the, the government I, – I say the government will never tell us about stuff like aliens and shit because look at how we handled the virus. How oh, insane oh, this the Pentagon tapes that were released a couple weeks ago. That's what I was going to yeah, say. But, Trump actually declassed. I was shocked that the UFO shit – or they call it something else. Yeah. What is it? Unidentified uh, flying aerials? Unidentified aerial objects or something like that. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. they released all of the, the transcripts from pilots in the, in the Air Force and in the Navy that were coming over a witness to these objects, these UFOs. They had to release it. It's interesting listening to them saying. These are guys that are basically spent their whole life around, you know, airplanes things like that. How is it doing this? How is it moving so fast? This is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is from our own military personnel. And we don't understand this at all. And people are like, oh, it's, it's drones or it's military, uh, it's military experimenting. No, these things are flying at a, a rate of speed that our military does not have the capability to, to produce yet. This is high, and drones high don't have the capability of doing that either. Absolutely not. This I think is, this like is what, 60 miles a second or something, the one, one thing was doing? Yep. Well, yeah, but it's like 5,000 miles an hour. That had They're to be a white like hat any... leak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because that that was the timing of that amidst all this bullshit going on. That was it, it gave me a shred of hope, but it also it, it was very surprising to see. Of course, it got passed over quickly, so the media cycle killed it, you know. But when you had CBS and all of them. Go when ahead. Trump declassified, when Trump declassified the. Um, was it the was it the Kennedy stuff? Yes, and they still what, redacted yeah, even when he told them not to. Yeah. Right, and they, they, a lot of people don't understand what's the stuff. If you guys, if people read the stuff that was in those classified 
<laughs> oh god, it would blow your mind. That because plays right into what we're talking shooter? about. Yeah, it talks about a second shooter. It talks about the the threats that Hoover made against J, um, not JFK, that made against Martin Luther King and Mount, Malcolm X to plan to take them yep, out yep. right after JFK and, and RFK. Yep. Um, this is the stuff that wasn't redacted and was. I mean, if if people there's the big cult following for WikiLeaks, and hey, I think Julian Assange should be free, but nevertheless, those that document dump. I don't know where that one came from, but that document dump, even, even the parts that were not redacted, it's, it's a hell of a read and you don't hear nothing about it anymore. Because it it, it definitely clashed like a shadow now on people that think that, all right, somebody needs to mute their phone. Yeah, that's, that's that's not me. I don't want to I'm going to mute mine anyway. I'm not surprised that we're talking about this and now all hell is breaking this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know I believe in that, but uh, yeah. Well, it, it, like people wholeheartedly believed that Lee Harvey or no, wait, was Lee Harvey Oswald that assassinated? Yeah. That's Ooh. who they blame for. It. Correct. I don't, well, I they, don't they, want to talk about this. The, the <laughs> all right, I'm used to especially somebody else. Huh? Definitely not me. Yeah, I was on uh, that whole feedback was definitely somebody else. It's not me. I heard them all clear, so it sounds honestly like, well, anyway. A fire alarm. Uh, yeah. It's not like a fire alarm. It's something. It's a little fucked up. Yeah. Yes. We're probably going to be in the hang-up signal we're, soon from Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're really treading into dangerous territory there. But hey, well, yeah, we were talking, you know, we're hitting hot water right now. Oh God, yeah. Oh God, yeah. I mean, you you look at that. That's where the FBI is complicit because Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover, was his whole game was political blackmail. That's all he lived for. That's what he did. So I mean, you talk about the FBI and CIA playing hand in hand back then. I mean, they literally it's like it's the same thing people get off over reading these text messages from Strzok and page they get off reading uh, hillary emails you should be reading this shit and their yeah. their excuse to the their excuse to the president was you can't release it cuz it puts cia operatives in danger from the 60s they shouldn't be doing shady shit exactly well, all they don't want about what the president's doing i mean, Dan, just to another argument with you we have uh, people like Chelsea Manning, Julian Assange, or Assange, or however you say his last name, Assange. I'm sorry. Assange. Um, and Edward Snowden, who all should be pardoned by our president. These guys are actually heroes that are real to us what's going on. And yet they're still being prosecuted by our government. Yeah, because they're, they're going against the yeah. <laughs> And that's another thing that, that will fall into my overall judgment. What happens? Manning... Eh. I I I fifty fifty with Manning, just like yeah, Snowden. I, I, I mean, I think. Well, yeah, Manning. The only thing is about the sex change, but even then, you know what? I, hey, you yeah, know, I don't care about that. They, you could be a friggin' pink zebra. She revealed what what the people need, and uh, I'm very. I I respect the fact that it was done in the first place. So, like and, I said, uh, I'm fifty fifty with that one. I'm fifty fifty with that one, and you know, I honestly like, but Snowden, I'm like. Seventy thirty, Assange one hundred. Um, 
Oh, God, there's so many others, too, that don't even get talked about. I can't think of the freaking name. Yeah, the, uh, the, the people that are actually revealing what's going on with our government are the ones that are being prosecuted by our government, which is interesting. <laughs> the other ones are just saying, hey, these, these people are committing crimes, but they're, the people really are being prosecuted for crimes, which they aren't really crimes. Is that, like, is that, is that what FBI is? Is that what that is? I'm sorry to say that again. Why, why did the, the FBI just come into my head? <laughs> well, FBI usually has a lot to do with the prosecution of things that are, aren't exactly on the, on the board either. I mean, it's, it's become kind of a regular thing. I, I just want, well, I could do a whole, a whole episode just on the things that the FBI has done to uh, oh, yeah. create problems. They shouldn't get that, a pass. Yeah. Damn, we're going to commit to doing a show on this stuff because I think people need to hear about this because I think a lot of people don't know about it. I agree. We could do it anytime. You tell me when you want to schedule it. We'll schedule it. This yeah, is what I want. That, but we need to like do it. Like sometime in the next week or so. I'm totally fine I'm with get that. My research in. Well, I want to make sure I have all the okay. research because I want to make sure I'm giving accurate information. <laughs> like, like no, yeah. completely and- accurate. And that's good because I don't want them to come at us and say we have nothing to back up what we're saying because there's again the white right. paper is the most damning. No, there's a lot out there. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna put out on the Voice of the People USA Radio dot com website, and then we want to get people to uh, produce our own produce our own shows. I mean, yes. this is going to be a whole thing. This is going to be a whole, the whole thing is not going to revolve around just this this particular nope. show. Not at all. got to yeah. have their own voice, their own information about there. Hey, people might disagree with some of it. That's fine. We're putting information out there at least. Right. At least you know. You can make up your own mind, but you'll you'll know. And that's my thing. Go ahead. I just want to say too, like I think that like for your listeners, like our listeners and stuff, I'd like to know like if any of them have ideas of things that they want to hear us talk about. By all these listeners, call in at 515-605-9832. Please let us know what you want to do. What, what you want to hear yeah. about? The number again is 515-605-9832. And I wish, I wish right now... I, I wish right now I could tell you, like I usually do, how many listeners we have, but thanks to blogtalkradio.com, they have taken away our statistics and live plays and taken away everything. So, uh, oh, yeah, we've, oh, we've been right after last week when they uh, censored us in real time. I lost, I lost, wow. I couldn't even schedule shows. Oh, yeah. So that's why podbean.com is coming soon. Podbean.com, which was blog talk, shame. But because um, we will not be silent. I feel like that maybe like um, saving like the shows that we're gonna get really into stuff for like when we get on the other platform because I feel like yes. they're, they're gonna fuck with us. Well, we could do that. We could do that immediately because you know the pod beans ready to roll. So yeah, okay. we yeah, and I, that's what I want. I, yeah, I'd rather that because Blog Talk has shown absolute bias against us. Um, and I just wanted to throw in there before I know not a lot of people talk about it. But I'm sorry, I still look at a Democrat who even I hated back in the day because I, I guess I was an idiot and just listened and, oh, a Democrat going to jail, huh? I'm sorry, Rod Blagojevich? You want to yeah. You want to, dude, that man, he was taking lie detectors on TV. He was volunteering to take anything he possibly could 
They put him in a federal penitentiary. That sentencing. Yes. Yes. They hate him. He is the one that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot more there. Well, if I was to shout out to a Democrat that I respect is General Wesley Clark, who was one of the people who brought the uh, information about PNAC, which is called the Project for a New American Century, which was attacking pretty much all the Middle Eastern nations that we have attacked. I think with the exception of, what is it, uh, Iraq we haven't attacked yet, and there's one other, but it was supposed to be seven countries to stabilize the Middle East, and Wesley Clark pretty much said, Hey, yeah, this is presented to me right after 9-11. I have to yep. give him much respect. He's a Democrat. I give him more respect to the world for saying he did. Well, he he doesn't play party politics. He doesn't play partisan. He tells the truth. So, And that's, and that's something. I, I'm not going to lie. I am trying my hardest. I am trying like hell because I've seen him do obscure interviews since being released from prison. I'm trying to get Rob Lagojevich on this show. And he's literally done podcasts with less listeners than we have. I want that man on the show. I would love uh, to get Wesley Clark on. He was in jail in the first place. I I'm, I know what the story was, but I can't actively remember it. You don't know what, why he was in jail in the first place. They said he was trying to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat. Okay. Are we still on with the show with the uh, the Florida? Are we on that? Are we doing was that still? Yeah. Uh, we're we're still talking about oh, yeah, we don't want to reveal until we do the, uh, the new uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, he's in queue. We're good. We we stay in touch. We converse via Twitter and up live. So yep, we're good. He's okay. totally online. With with everything that with me going there. If we can, if we could pull off the actual live in-person interview, and then we can do the rest audio in, that might be our first actual video streaming um, three-hour okay. radio show. Yes, because right, that cool. that one I think is one. Obviously, he's a name and he has a large following. He's just a cool-ass guy, but I right. I think that's going to be a, a really good possible debut episode for. It, there's yeah. a lot. And okay, you know, cool. I'm I say that for live radio. Yeah, and I've and I've tried reaching out. I remember our website, VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. I implore everybody to please visit there right now. It's a beautiful site, thanks to Kevin. And it is, yeah, it is gorgeous. It has a ton of archives. Uh, as soon as the show is done, it'll be up. We're working on a way to get that, thanks to Podbean. We'll be able to drive everybody to the website to watch our shows live, video and or audio. All shows. Um, that's coming soon. What was that? Uh, is Blog Talk oh, talking with the callers right now? We had calls early on, and I don't know. I mean, I didn't promote it, but I don't. I don't believe that we're not getting the number of calls we got last week because people started calling, and it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I know from when they kicked me off, and I couldn't call in the guest line until like seven or eight times. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, nothing. Yeah, we if you're point. trying to call in, we apologize for this. This is not us. This is Log Talk Radio. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's definitely something going on. For two weeks, we had a huge bunch of callers, and uh, suddenly it's been what? What are we for this episode? So we've, we've had, had two. 
with sh- with shadow bag. I can't believe. We're, we're, yeah. I can't believe that you can't see the amount the people like the the listeners. Q. I, that's crazy. Yep. They, they I, I showed it. And, and unfortunately, that's probably because they want to strike back at us because we are exposing a lot of how they are. Well, I showed Carrie and Kevin last night because I was at their house doing the show with Carrie, and I showed them the black the black freaking sides of the screen right here on the studio screen. That's where I was seeing all my live statistics. It, it would mm-hmm. flash when you hit 10,000, flash another color when you hit 20,000, and then it gave a little congrats, higher, highest listener count. That was last week. And then right after that show, gone. And yeah. it, okay. it, well, it, we're, it, we're, we're in deep water right now, and if, if they want nothing else, they don't want us here. They don't want us talking about this shit. <laughs> no. Actually, can no, I not at all. we haven't really talked about yet? And Herbie, you're a proof of life, Herbie. I want you... RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg style, proof of life. Herbie, are you alive? I'm still here. Are okay. there? <laughs> Sorry. Good. I did but not take it out. We haven't talked about yet. Shoot. All right. Um, I the one thing I've always been curious about since uh, this whole thing, the whole COVID and all that stuff. What's happened to ISIS? I mean, yeah. was that wasn't I selling anymore. One of the. Uh, yeah. Bastions of them and Afghanistan and all those things. Why are we no, no longer hearing about ISIS? What happened? COVID cured all disease, accidents, all COVID versions of death, and also ISIS. cured. Yeah, it, cur- it cured okay. terrorism. I mean... <laughs> it killed terrorism. Yeah, we haven't heard, honestly, we haven't heard a peep about terrorist attacks anywhere. I think because ISIS. Yeah. I mean, knowledge is probably the end of the year, so what, what the hell's going on there? I think they they caught the they caught the COVID, they caught the Rona. <laughs> they caught the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I was mean, seriously um I mean people you know you know we joke about this we're laughing but uh, this was a serious threat up until what uh, November of last year, and so it's become silent and this should make people wonder when the shit yeah if, if it's actually authentic. Or are you just being spoon-fed something to keep you afraid? Well, you to be terrified of ISIS, be terrified of Corona. It cures school shootings, man. Have to think about ISIS. I, what, what's going on here? Well, yeah, I, I was, can I say... Crickets. Well, I can say that even with the, uh, the town hall the other night... I mean, uh, Trump brought up about the caliphate being destroyed and everything else. I'm like, well, moving on, moving on. And the media yeah, said, how dare, yeah, how dare you bring up uh, military in a time of pandemic? I'm like, wow, that's that's impressive. Even Republicans, yeah. how dare the I president mean, talk about I, I think the war like, that we're fighting should be more important than uh, you any sort of disease. But, uh, Dude, we're going to get a no, special ribbon. As you said... <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't seen an, an article on the news. I haven't heard anything about terrorism anywhere. Well, Don't worry, say, right I, now. I've been working for about last month or so, and I haven't found a, Bill, a damn thing about ISIS. Bill Gates activity. right now is working on a way to say that Al Baghdadi yeah. was killed by COVID 19. Um, <laughs> Solomon, whatever his name was, you know, the Iran douchebag, he was killed God. by COVID 19. Yeah. Um. Well, no, he was killed by he was killed by Trump's guys, but but then Trump was called. Then they were what were the Democrats? They were they were like sympathizing, with him, making him a martyr. 
is a terrorist. As far as I'm concerned, Iran wanted him gone. They wanted, (laughs) but yeah, I I don't give a shit. He's gone. He definitely did the Iranian people a favor. Yeah, I, I think I think the mullahs wanted him gone. He was trying to take too much power from them. Yeah, that's that inner shit politics we'll never know anything about. But it, you, you're right, Mike, and you don't even hear about oil prices anymore. Nope. Oh, and that's like it, yeah, yeah dropping oil is a huge issue, and I, I think that's actually – I don't want to go too much into that because I have uh, – I have relatives that are actually in the oil industry. It's directly affecting them. But uh, what, what's going on is, um, you, you know, the oil industry employs a lot of people. I mean, I don't know if people are aware of this, but uh, I want to say, like, probably four or five billion people are involved in it. Five billion, I should say. And um, about half have been laid off right now with what's going on. And this happened right before COVID. The, the private oil prices happened right before COVID occurred. I am well, very much believing that they are not intertwined. What's yeah. the gas prices like where everybody is? Uh, dollar well, I, I was a dollar eighty two the other day. Okay, yeah, it's a dollar fifty three. It's a dollar fifty three in Florida. Well, I'm in Louisiana yeah. and uh, for me I paid dollar thirty nine today. Ooh, it's cheap by you. I got a gas yeah. by you. Oh God! And that was okay. I was like, "Holy crazy!" over again. Hey, hey, Turkey Hill is doing a lot of shit with their cards, so I get a dollar off all the time. So I filled up my gas tank for six dollars the other day. Oh, um, yeah, I, you a a I, I still miss Wallahogie. <laughs> no douchebag. Uh, <laughs> you guys yeah. remember when everybody sold their SUVs and trucks because gas prices were at like four dollars a gallon, for, yeah. almost five dollars a gallon, and now well, it's like well, nothing. I had a Mustang years ago, and it cost me about, uh, geez, I want to say forty, forty-five dollars to fill that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Even Herbie's smart car cost like thirty bucks to fill. You know? Exactly. Smart <laughs> car. Thank you very much. But whatever. Can you, can you imagine us trying to fit in one of those cars? I'm just saying. But <laughs> I don't think Kirby can fit in one of those cars. None I can pick up one of those cars. <laughs> yeah, Alisa could fit in like you know, put thirty of her in one. But us? Oh fuck no. <laughs> no. I don't That'd be bad. Would you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> you could fit into a smart car. You'd be the clown car, LT. Sorry. Yeah, so we could fit thirty of you in a smart car, but me, Mike, and Herbie couldn't probably fit our arm in one. So yeah, but I don't, I don't drive a smart car. Damn sure I don't. Yeah. A lot of people. But it's, it's amazing about nobody talks about the the Russia Saudi issue. The uh, the the whole fallout from the Saudi family and the I mean we could go into Vegas oh my God that 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 I really want to go into Vegas one the other day. thing I want to go I don't want to cut you off Dan but I kind of need to uh, I don't yeah. want to go too much into this conversation because I don't know much about it but remember right before all this broke out not only did the gas prices the the oil war break out but I think it was like 130 CEOs of major companies resigned. Oh yeah, the sell-off. Almost, like, well, that's every two industry. Months, two months before this happened, like they knew what was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the the sell-off, and then uh, lest we forget the China doing the uh, pandemic clause and the trade deal, 
and um and holding all the masks yeah oh yeah oh yeah and then the who with their uh coronavirus pandemic simulation in november of 2019 magically um the bill gates document didn't it know something about before Trump even became president about the uh pandemic virus breaking out before like during his presidency Fauci. Yeah, he's on he, before he even came in. The new administration will be faced by an unforeseen virus. Uh, that yeah, he is. It's all over. The audio of that's still out. I mean, they're trying to get, make it go. It's all coincidence. It's it's. You don't need to hear that. I mean, hell, today I seen. Yes, I seen it on Infowars, but I seen the clip of the. I, I don't even watch The Simpsons, but from the nineties, the uh, house cat flu. And it had the of all the media heads meeting with the uh, the World Health and the CIA, and they were talking about we need a new pandemic to keep people in their houses and all this other crap. And they were playing it, and somebody cut in the video of the World Health Organization talking about COVID nineteen. But the problem was is the COVID nineteen thing they were talking about was from the simulation of the coronavirus from November two thousand nineteen, and how it fits in with exactly That's what like they're saying now. My what my. my personal Facebook page, I would think, with the Simpsons, of all things, where I talked about uh, a placebo for the current virus, and they knock over the truck that releases the murder hornets, or killer bees, as they call it. Oh, the hornets the from Japan. Yes. Well, they, and then they lest we... They kill Everybody 50 people check... in Japan a year. Yeah, I mean, check, that's something you know, check, check the messenger. Check the messenger, people. Check... Check the messenger. Um, uh, all right, hold on. I, I, I'm I, on I, just I don't see anything. No, we no. phones. Um, oh, also, thanks, Karen. <laughs> um, I also think it's important that we, I mean, the the story came out yesterday. We spoke about it last night on our other show. Sorry, Carrie's show. And sorry, Carrie, it's always going to be your show. Um, but but we spoke about the Asian doctor or scientist in Pittsburgh that was going public with his cure for the coronavirus, and he was magically shot to death, like, what, 12 oh. times? Bing Lu? Just, uh, yes. I mean... He was shot by uh, a fellow... I mean, the police say that, that he definitely knew... Um, the guy that shot him, I don't, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but I find that to be so coincidental that he was about to be on a major breakthrough, and now all of a sudden he's dead. Of course. Wait, what oh, uh, Bing, Bing tell Lui, the story. Um, uh, I actually shared it on my Facebook. He was uh, he's a re- he was a coronavirus researcher. He was on the verge of a breakthrough, and he was killed in a suspected murder suicide. The, um, let me look it up. Hold on. The the guy that killed him uh, was identified as I'm going to butcher this name, How Gu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they, they they said he you know they knew each other. The the motive obviously is unclear. They have no motive. Where was he from though? China. Pittsburgh. Oh, originally. Uh, they, China. Uh, Pittsburgh research. Yeah, he's a Pittsburgh uh, researcher. They're both from. I believe they're both from China, if memory serves me correctly. Of course. Okay. But the. Uh, well, the, look- the well, Didn't if you guys remember, like when this whole thing first started going out and, and and coming out, and like it started before it became a pandemic when it first started in China and Wuhan, um, there were uh, the 
woman, the, the doctor, that was trying to warn and come out with it ended up supposedly killing herself. Disappeared. Yeah, she was disappeared. And the, um, the yeah. and the journalists were rounded up onto like concentration camp buses and they're they've never been seen again. Um Actually, if you check the messenger, too, so you could see Carrie sent it to us, the article that uh, Herbie was talking about, I was talking about, so you could actually read it. I'm surprised they even printed it. And I think that was from Yahoo, right, Carrie, originally? We saw it from Yahoo. And that blew my mind that some of these, some of these uh, less reputable, you know, <clears throat> accepted media sources are actually printing, printing some truth lately. Something's going, they're, they're scared of something. But, I, I no, you're correct. I think yeah, we've seen a Yahoo one, so just as bad. But, 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 but um, they, it's it's amazing how with what happened in China, you know, here's here's the thing. Right now, what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to play COVID into a race war because the narrative is falling apart. So now it's killing black people more than white people. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. So now we got coronavirus is racist. Um, so. What I think they talk about this. Meanwhile, in China, they're literally rounding up black people and marching them off to camps. They are rounding. They did the same up... thing. They did mm-hmm. the same thing with Muslims with yep. for the terrorism. They have like a million Muslims in camps right now in China. Supposedly, oh, that's oh, their yeah. way to combat terrorism. They have over they have over six million people in camps in China that you'll never hear about. You know, and that goes back. I mean, Mike's spoken about the Japanese internment camps, you know, even here. But in China currently, they have death camps, re-education camps, unperson camps. But they literally, they, they, I give credit to the One American News reporter when she was in the White House press room and spoke about, asked why all the other reporters are touting Chinese propaganda. Of course, they, they officially condemned her and wanted her removed the next day. But I thought that was, that was brazen. That was balls. That was straight balls. Yeah. But they, they so literally, literally a low key version of nineteen eighty four. Yes. And uh, yes. that yes. that that's yes. everybody the book, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And everybody. The two I I'll say the two movies you need to see, and there's a lot more. We could even talk about Animal Farm. But movies nineteen eighty four and the movie Contagion. That's all I'm, I'm gonna say. Oh my god, book. that's about the virus. Somebody, yeah. I was going to say that, too, when you were talking about, like, whether this was, like, a facade, like, a thing they wanted you to believe, you should really be afraid of this, or if this is just, like, a written narrative. And they just did a movie right before this broke about a virus that you catch as a respiratory virus. Well, I, I've done they, a lot of movies, like, in like the last 10, 10 15 years. Been they prepare you for it. Virus outbreak. It, it's almost like one of the conditions for us. And let, let's yeah. not forget the Bill Gates coronavirus pandemic uh, 201 or whatever it's called on Netflix from last fall, magically. So, I mean, this is – and I will give credit to Lawrence Fishburne for not coming out and condemning the movie Contagion like Matt Damon did and Gwyneth Paltrow did. Lawrence Fishburne he simply came out and said, why would he condemn a movie where the narrative plays in the current way of life so brilliantly? He said sometimes people need to look. He was sounding like freaking Morpheus there. But he said people need to look a little bit deeper sometimes because everything is done by design. Contagion, the movie for everybody. Uh, Contagion, just in the trailer alone. They're touching their face. They're touching their face. 
the I virus is killing people that nobody could see. And it is exact. It, it is. Oh my God. It's scary. But they will do dry yeah. runs and they will test things out. And people don't know enough about this. And, I, you know, I there's, there's the so one much. movie that people want to see, should see about uh, what's going to happen with us. Is anyone seeing Idiocracy? Yeah, that's a good one too. That I, I still say nine. I say nineteen eighty four is the is the end game one that everybody needs to see. Oh, yeah. The idiocracy is definitely is the, uh, the end of what's going to happen. Idiocracy is yes. like the uh, in your face result of people just blindly being stupid. We're there. We're, we're there. And now Rondo, you know what, Mike. Grave. <laughs> you know what, Mike. <clears throat> now. I always used to wonder, even back when I wasn't as woke as I am now, and I don't mean that in the pathetic media way. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm I always used to bring you around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, I always <laughs> used to wonder what Alex Jones was talking about with the answer to 1984, 1776. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> Man, do I get it. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, we are there. I mean, it, we're, and that we're came from Orwell. Uh, I still think there could be people resistance. I mean, I'm I'm going to really hope hold the hope out for that that can happen. I, I don't want things to get bloody. I don't want things to get violent. And I think both they do. business owners resisting the uh, COVID orders is a way of peaceful resistance. And I'd like to see more of that. I mean, you know, they I, want violence, though. So. They they want violence. Yeah. They exploit it to make make people seem like they're what the government's telling them to be horrible people. Just like uh, the whole thing with Michigan, which I was talking about, they, they wanted to display all protesters as white supremacist Nazis. We're not. Yes. They're not white supremacist Nazis, but as long as you can hate them, you can justify any sort of action you want against them. Of course. Of course. I think, it, I think it will get violent. It, I think it, I'm, 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 I really hope it doesn't. I mean, I well, I agree. Too, but look at what's like happening. Happen, in... but Hope it doesn't. Look at what's happening in Virginia, for, for example. Oh, God. Like Virginia's already yeah. trying anything they can to take your Second Amendment right away. They passed it. And that's going to cause an issue. They passed it under the COVID thing, and nobody even paid that's attention. Insane. You, had, you had all those people show up and protest against it. They stopped it. They waited till everybody was scared of their houses like good little obedient soldiers, and they passed the gun legislation. And everybody keeps talking about it. And, you know, the, it, Trump brought it up. This one brought it up. A couple of Democrats brought it up. Nobody cares. It's already done. They took over Virginia. Okay. And Kentucky is, Kentucky is next. And Texas, Texas has been the one they want the most. And Texas is... Whew, Texas ain't going to have Texas, it. But, uh, Texas is, is failing. I mean, you have them jailing freaking salon owners. I mean, it, it's, Texas is, a, Texas is a, a battleground state in the non-political sense. They are trying yeah. to take that away because they they need it. They need Florida. They need Texas. They need PA. They needed Virginia. They got Virginia. They've got North Carolina is basically becoming a Democrat shill now. So North Carolina will be next. I don't think it's, it's going to uh, happen in PA because PA's Democrats PA's only lost. really stem. Yeah, no, I don't bad. think it's going to go. The only reason PA has such a high Democratic and was always a blue state is a lot because of your – because Philadelphia – is a huge city. Pittsburgh is a huge city. A lot of your big, big cities, typically most of your big cities are Democratic. But they're taking but over all the small towns. small areas? Yep. Well, look at Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and, and even the Republican they had before him, Corbett was a piece of crap. Rhino. Absolutely. So, I mean, 
you look at you look at Hazleton, Pennsylvania as being one of the hot spots where now that's the COVID nineteen hotspot of the country. I love seeing the public yeah. official from Los Angeles say, I'm sorry, but a Hazleton, Pennsylvania is not bigger <laughs> or more spread out than a Philadelphia, Los Angeles, San Francisco, but they're using it. Wolf is using that as his example to keep PA under lockdown. But what they're doing is they're infesting the smaller municipalities now with, sorry to say it, illegals and not just from South America. Thank you. We say illegal. You say we're racist because we're going after the Mexicans. Who's really the racist there? Thank you. We say illegal, which has no race. But they're infesting and infiltrating all these other areas, killing them off. Scranton, everybody talks about Scranton. Scranton is a depressed shithole. It's been destroyed by bad, (laughs) bad Democrat, right? Bad Democrat policies. Wilkes-Barre's there. Hazleton's there. They need to take the corner with the Northeast. Oh, Strasburg's dead. Unfortunately, that's a you know, trash it's just, shithole too. Yeah, and this is what they're doing though. So they got the big cities; they're reliable, but 2016 did not go their way. So now they got to make sure to take over every other area, and that's why the Connor Lambs of the world in Western PA, uh, a worthless Democrat, he basically ran like he was Donald Trump and got elected. And as soon as he got in, he's all about taking away the guns, taking away this, taking away that, and nobody pays attention. And that's what's happening. Speaking, so of, Virginia, speaking of Scranton, mm-hmm. I saw a meme on Facebook, and I just—I don't know why I just saw it. This made me laugh. Um, there was a, a meme of, of President Trump in his in Air Force One looking out the window, and he was like, "Oh, uh, Mexico <laughs> yeah. looks really bad." And they're like, "Sir, that's Scranton." He's like, "Oh, that's a shithole. We should build a wall around that too." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that really is a, Mexico. Really is a shithole, <laughs> sir. That's Hazleton. Yeah, I I've seen that one. Uh, <laughs> it's. But it's just – it's what they're doing, and that's what <clears> – <throat> excuse me, me and Mike spoke about this. God, man, I think we brought this up during the whole reassessment thing and, and the home rule and everything else. When they were re- reducing police forces and actually hiring blight, blight enforcement officers, what yeah, is blight? That's agenda 21 coded terminology. Your house is too big. It's considered blight. We're taking your land. That's it. That's and you insane. can't. And, and, and it's happened. Hazleton. Hazleton. I mean, that's one of the prime areas. And I always said with the home rule thing, so you had three commissioners and one was corrupt <laughs> and the other one wasn't good and Urban spoke up. So we're going to fix the problem, and we're going to put 13 people in charge that vote on how long they stay in power. What? So now the municipalities can't do anything unless the commission says so. We suck up yeah. the small towns. We suck up the cities. We bring them into one. That's what, that is full-on Agenda 21 now, Agenda 30, although I'm starting to wonder. They're really going for 21 maybe. It's in full effect, and it's been happening everywhere. They want you reduced. They want you in small houses, small apartments, limit travel. Yep. That's been their end game. What are we seeing they right were, now? They were making huge deals. Like I, I, people, um, owners of like hotels and like big businesses, like that that have like accommodations, were like are are, are comp- nervous that they're going to overtake their business and make them hospitals. And, and that's what they were doing. Like even in, even in China, they did that in China with private hotels, turn them into yeah. makeshift hospitals. Well, yeah. like, what's these are happening currently with the COVID response? I mean, you, know, you talk about the big businesses, um, most of the small businesses 
that they're uh, being shut down right now. I say about half of them are not going to reopen. They're going to be taken over oh, by yeah. bigger conglomerates. I think that's what the government wants. You have these big, big business interests that are uh, controlled, and small, you know, small businesses are going to be shut down. That's that's what what's going to happen. Oh, dude, they they got yeah. yeah. They need they need it dead. I mean, they they. That's why I say you know again, it's not safe to vote, but it's safe to go to Walmart or Lowe's. And again, Walmart they they try to make it like this is an American company. The board of Walmart has been China dominated since I think ninety nine yep. or two thousand. The Absolutely. again, we talk Smithfield Meat Meat Company, whatever, owned by China. All the, this is another another multifaceted attempt. And it's and people don't know enough about it. They don't look deep enough into it. So this is big business killing small business. Gold's Gym just filed uh, Chapter Eleven. I mean, there's so yeah. many places going Again? under. They, yeah, they they need this. They need it. Plan of Fitness. Well, you know, too. Remember plan. last? Do you remember when we were talking last time and we we discussed um, how, like, I said that I was concerned that during this pandemic that the suicide rate would go would increase tremendously. Oh yeah. And it has. Yeah. It has. People and are, child are, molestation it, and rape yep, and abuse. Domestic violence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Horribly. I mean, I don't think people realize the effect it would have on people that are living in situations that are dangerous. They don't but care. But the you know, ones you, who put it yeah they don't care. The, the ones the ones that put it into into action, they knew exactly what it would cause. And that's what they yep. wanted. They they are obsessed with population control. They are and that's they are crazy. Obsessed. That's what they've always wanted. I would wanted. like to know what the statistic is now, what the suicide statistic is now after this virus. Because I'm well, sure the it, it had to have it went up well in California. In California alone, we know it went up 42% in one month because the Cedars-Sinai doctors, when they did their roundtable and put their video out and spoke about it, and they were immediately censored, they came right out and said about how wearing a mask is wrong, how the uh, domestic abuse, they're given real numbers, real statistics from their ERs in California, right. and now they are the they are Cedars-Sinai, it's evil. John Hopkins, good. Cedars-Sinai, yeah. bad. How, yeah. First, I mean, first, first we tell you to trust. That's sad. What was man. that? They're telling you to trust the source that they want you to trust, and no one they don't want you to trust. You're breaking right up. Yeah, you're breaking up. You're, like bad cutting, there, you're cutting in and out. Yeah. All right. And it's not you. It's probably your connection. Great. Yeah, blog I mean, talk. We only got 11 minutes left. Blog talk. You, you, you're losing this battle. Yeah. <laughs> but. Crazy. I you know definitely suicide rate has gone up. All of it's gone up, you know. And that, and mm-hmm. again, again, you know, that's why people like me and others are sitting here freaking yelling and screaming into a microphone. Like, quite honestly, this is bigger than politics. This is bigger. Than, it's an agenda, and it's deliberate. And people need to stop taking the bait and stop listening to everything and believing everything and being so obedient. We could sit here and yell about freaking a million things all day, but I keep going back to that one thing because it's what they're obsessed with. Know what your enemy's end game is. Focus on that, yeah. and everything else you hear in the middle is static because they need the division. They need the death. They need the abuse. They need the rape. They need the, they, these, these are the numbers they get off on. 
They love this shit, and it's sick, it's perverse, but that's what they are. That's what they're all about. I'm sad to see Boris Johnson fell in line. You know, damn well, they got him sick. But And now he's like, well, after it hit me, like, oh, there goes your freedom, UK. He's already fallen in line. Yeah. So uh, it's yeah. just, it's, but then again, l- lest we talk about the royal family. <clears throat> um, God, that's a you know, broken you know, say this, Like, people that, that are listening, like, check on your family. Check on your neighbors and stuff. Like, put, make a phone call. And make sure people that you know are okay because, like, you have people don't know what goes on behind closed doors, and like this can be especially for people that don't have a lot of support. People are struggling, like emotionally, mentally, like trying to get through this. People are struggling financially, and those are things like when you have issues and struggles financially, and you have struggles like physically. Um, within like uh families and, and and like different you put in different things you're, it's a recipe for a really bad situation and like sometimes oh, yeah. people just need to to talk to somebody or just know that somebody thought of them and like that's a big thing like check on your fucking feet on your people you know what i mean like people are, are struggling right now yeah herbie mike go ahead Oh, I, I absolutely agree. Go ahead, Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, no, I mean, like I was, like I just said, a, a, a broken, divided people are very easily controlled, and and they know yeah. that. So, like I said, that's that's where the, the the racist agenda goes. You start putting minorities against white people, and it's not even just against white people. I mean, everybody's really fighting about it. If you look at it, I mean, people hate Spanish people, Spanish people hate black people, black people hate white people, white people hate, you know, it just goes on and yeah. on. Everybody's divided. And, and, and you that's know, the and state does that. We're, we're so, we're so fucking distracted with everything that, that we don't see what's, what's being slipped right past us without even, and they're not even hiding some of the things they're slipping past. They're just doing it because we're not even watching. Yeah, blatant. You have blatantly doing it. In plain it. sight. In plain you know, and, and the fact that the mass, um, the you know, the mass does not see it is is very scary. It just shows you how blind and ignorant we are. Yeah. You know, that's that's that's. I mean, there's so many things you can say to it. You could go on and on. You could you could have a three hour show just about that. Yeah. But you know, uh, at, well, at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I just don't even know what to say. I'm I'm, I'm dumbfounded by some of it. You know, I'm not a hardcore conspiracy theorist. There's a few I believe. Some of them sound like nonsense to me. But this one's just, you know, except the numbers, they, 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 they change. They go up. They go down. They, you know, there's reasons for this, reasons for that. And then, you know, this is contradicted. People are coming up missing. People are coming up dead. I mean, come on, really? Yeah, it's nice. there's not that many coincidences in this world. <laughs> right. That's that's what I'm saying. It's 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 very... Very meticulous, very Disturbing. well thought out, and 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 this is these kinds of plans have been in place, in my opinion, for for probably decades. Yeah, you know, they're probably they're probably planning the, the, the next one in for you know for twenty seventy. Yeah, oh, of course, they play you the long I mean, game. These, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, people think that you know these politicians are are stupid. They're not stupid. They're smarter than anybody out there. <laughs> They they have the connections at the highest level. They have specific people doing specific jobs, pulling certain strings at specific times, and it works. It does, and we're and and, yeah. and the society is running around like a bunch of, uh, of idiots. 
not knowing what's happening and, and in shock. Right. Neutered <laughs> Meanwhile, ducks. you know, this has happened every, what is it, like every couple, every like seven, eight, ten years, another massive pandemic. Like if you go back hundreds of years, this happens. It was SARS. It was swine flu. It was coronavirus. It was, there, I mean, back to like when it was the Black Plague and it goes back, this happens. I don't know why it's so surprising to people. Because they've never actually well, lived through it, so it's a shock to the system. Yeah, but you did live through it. People did live through it. Like people seem like people act like they forget what happened on nine eleven, and that oh, was only what twenty years ago. 20, yeah, about twenty six years ago. You know, that was just twenty years ago, and that was horrific. And people act like that—that that was like a small thing now. <laughs> like really? Right. Well, well, I mean, in, well, in twenty years, twenty years from now, this will be a small thing. Yeah, and but twenty years from now, this will happen again in another with another name. Right. Something will, remember happen. One, Something will go on. Remember one very important thing: when nine eleven happened, we had no lockdown, but we gave away our freedoms with the Patriot Act. And yes. when little things, and that was a piece of a puzzle that was leading us to where we're at today, which is going to lead us to where we're going to be at next year and by twenty thirty. And Mike, you you know that well, Mike. You you okay. I I and Dave Stevens about nine eleven very clear with what's going to happen, and pretty much I feel like video with everything that has happened since then. Well, when they're talking about a medical patriot act, that's all you need to know. Yeah. I mean, my God, that, that's how much more blatant, you know? How, how much more in your face does it have to be? And it, it's it's scary. It's scary. I'm not afraid. But it's scary that people can be, what the frig is that? People could be so easily led astray by it, you know, and just sacrifice and sacrifice. And they don't look, I mean, still, this thing has not killed as many people as the flu killed last year. But yet, if you say that, you're you're the devil. You're the devil because it's done by design. And all those flu shots they were giving out in Italy at the end of last year because of the high death rate from the flu made them more susceptible to the coronavirus. It, it was done by design. African countries, done by design. Wherever Bill Gates visits, expect at least 100 million people are going to die. Well, Dan, if I can chime here before we uh, run out of time, I might pull yeah. a little two cents of my own. Um, I actually heard me, I agree with everyone here that, uh, Basically, we're being put in a situation where you want to view your fellow citizen as the enemy. And uh, everything that uh, people do, regardless of it, for the sake of freedom, for the sake of safety, you you want to hate them, you want to be at their necks, and uh, you know, almost, almost hate them or even want to kill them. And that's the situation that I think the media wants you to be at. Hate your fellow citizen, but do not love the greater... The greater um, Look of, of what's going on. Uh, Herbie mentioned that uh, we're going through stories, and that's by design. We need to stop blaming fellow citizens for what's going on. And we need to look at the uh, the the whole idea is that the the media has created this sensation, has created this a whole uh, pan. You know, I don't want to say pandemic because of the pandemic has happened, but uh, the whole hype about it happened because of the media. And uh, we need to look at the true enemy, which is, as we discussed earlier in this episode, the deep state. The deep state controls the media, controls the narrative, and as long as we ignore that they exist, at least the 
our, our neighbor next door is the enemy. We're going to ignore mm-hmm. the fact that these people that are controlling things behind the scenes are actually the ones that wish us the most harm and want to control us. Sure do. And, and that's what we got about this. Uh, we, we, we can't look at our fellow citizens as our enemy because we're not enemies. People that want to control us and wish harm are our enemies. Yep. Totally agree. I just want to say tonight, just so people know, real quick, this has nothing to do with nothing, but tonight is the last supermoon of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. It is. The last one of 2020. I am now woke. You need to wake (laughs) up, you sick son of a bitch. With that, we are coming up on the time where I got to do my spiel and then fade out because we are at two minutes left. So I want to thank everybody. Thank you, Elisa, for coming on and talking about all the shit that we were talking about because that was deep. Thank you, Herbie. Definitely. And Mike. Mike. Always glad to be here. That's why I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you're down. I know. There's our warm and fuzzy (laughs) moment at the end. Woo! Everybody else, thank you so much. Make sure to listen. Check out the episode on demand at VOP USA Radio, VOP USA Radio. Listen, share it, tell people. Facebook, Voice of People USA Radio fan page. You could also access that by going to VOPUSARadio.com as well. Just saying. And look for more announcements coming very soon. We're going to be adding new episodes. We're doing special episodes forthcoming. And I want to thank everybody. God bless. We got Have some a great big things night. coming up. Very big things, and stay tuned. And that's it. That's all I got. Take care. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Check, check the website. Guys. Check the page. Announcements coming. Thank you for joining us. Check out our website, VOPUSARadio.com. Like our fan page, Voice of the People USA Radio on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at VOP USA Radio. Find us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Google, Breaker, iHeartRadio, our YouTube channel, and everywhere else you find podcasts. Please follow us and subscribe to stay up to date on all of our upcoming episodes, podcasts, and specials. Until next time, always remember, your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. You didn't talk about the after talk with everybody else. Oh! Mike, are you there? I'm still here. <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> I guess we figured it all out. They didn't know. Oh, Jesus. That's great. I thought you all knew. So when they listen to this on demand to hear themselves talk, I hope you know that this was not deliberate. We just thought you knew. Um, I don't even know if they can call back in. I, I don't think they can. I don't know. I don't, but, I don't really know. Let's see. I'm going to block my page right now. Hold on a second. Yeah, let them know. Yeah, let them know. I want to see. You can't do it. Apparently, if you hang up, you're done. 
Oh, oh, that's wrong. See, oh, Herbie, Elisa, you damn amateurs. You, you don't know the secrets of blog talk. We do. That's why they want us gone. Shut up, Siri. My iPad is talking. To... <laughs> oh, Jesus, the iPad. I should have shut that like completely off. Great. Now I'm going to be attacked by the Siri virus. Was that your uh, uh, Facebook page that was chiming every time someone sent you a message or what? Yeah, I muted it finally. You dumbass. Shut up, dickhead. Listen, I, I, <laughs> I, I, my mother told me, Carrie told me, like, oh, shit, yeah, but I don't think about it. I don't think about it because, hang on, hang on. I'm going to put a voice message out to the group while I'm doing this. All right. This is going to be fun. You see, what we're doing right now live on the uh, Blog Talk Radio and live on Facebook Messenger with the radio group, I guess I forgot to tell you all, but Blog Talk has a nifty little secret that you could keep talking when the show goes off for up to an hour and it airs on demand. It's like a special. We used to call it bonus. I think we used to call it bonus <laughs> feature, right? In reality, just, we fucked up. Yeah, we lost uh, track of time. So right now I'm recording this message to all of you while actually me and Mike are still recording. I totally forgot to tell you. So there you go. Now you know what we're talking about with after talk. Yes. It was great before earlier when me and you were like arguing back and forth or yelling at each other. If you were like, what are you guys doing? It's like, this is what we do. Oh, yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, don't, come on now. You got to pay attention. <laughs> People got to pay, pay attention. That's what look that was one of our quickest yelling matches though. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. That, I mean, we, last week we had a we, good one. This week we were like kinda like muted about it. Yeah. That that went right from screaming to I love you. That was weird. Love hate relationship. What? Love hate relationship. Wait, uh here. That's right, all. You have to listen to the episode on demand and go to the infamous and elusive hour four. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk a whole hour, don't worry. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I thought it was good, and I, I guess I got to say thanks to Blog Talk for not completely turning us off tonight, huh? Woo. Yeah, we actually didn't get clicked off, so I'm kind of happy about that. You gave us ample time to promote podbean.com. Um, to, yeah. <laughs> to talk I really about can't wait to have... off of blog talk. For, for the people that are listening to this, screw this platform. I mean, it's, it's been nothing but a headache. Yeah, they, they suck. You guys have been fucking us for so long. You know, honestly, blog talk. Did I, did I tell you Mandy? Yeah, I did say it. Mandy Lynn replied today, a week later. And said, yeah, oh, you said it early, but you didn't actually give us a reply. What, what, uh, what was your just, reply? Just hang up and reboot your computer, and it should work. Like, I pay you 100 bucks a month so I can record a show, and halfway through, yeah, fuck it, you stupid. You're talking fuck. about like five to six minutes of dead space if you're hanging up and rebooting, rebooting everything. It's bullshit. Right? Like, hello? I mean, that that was their excuse. So, yet again, Block Talk, you have failed miserably. We know damn well what you did, what you've always been doing to us. And we've sat here for many years and fallen on the sword and say it's because of our incompetence, because we don't know any better. Now I could say some things, sure, but 
the majority? No. Just like we had no callers in the beginning. Bullshit. They were shutting yeah. off that number. They were blocking the number like they were tonight. You know, you don't go from having calls, 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 calls. To yeah, no I'm, not, I'm actually yeah. surprised that we had a bunch of callers the last two episodes, and today we had, what, two? Two, yeah. Shocking, I mean, right? We, we had, what, eight or, eight or ten the last two per. Ten, yeah. Yeah, and we had more than that, but we lost them when they did the kill shot. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you want to talk about deliberate. Come on. You know, so, blog talk, seriously, do a better job at hiding your shit. You, you suck at life, you know? I, so, I just, so, what do you think about today's episode anyway, Dan? And aside from blog talk, I, I actually I'm, I'm, a little bit more conspiracy-minded than we normally do. And I don't have a problem with that. I, I have no issue with what we talk about, but we, we definitely got a little bit deeper than we normally do. No, yeah, we definitely did go more deeper into the conspiracy realm, which was good. But it was interesting. Hour one was like your COVID bullshit. Hour two in a couple minutes was straight up conspiracy, dark side, real shit that people don't talk about. And then hour three yeah. kind of looped it all back and came back into everything. I thought it was great. That's, yeah, that's I, the I, dynamic. I, I, I enjoyed the show, to be honest with you. It was a lot of fun. Stuff, like, God, I want to get stuff off my chest, but I don't normally feel like I talk about it because yeah. I don't want to go too off showing on everybody. No, sometimes going Alex Jones is a good thing because it's we're talking about real shit and people don't hear that. So I think once we start doing like the separate shows, your show and Elisa's show, this, you know, we're going to start talking on these different issues. That's what people need to hear. It's a diversity. It's different. And I like that. And honestly, like having the three hour format, I mean, even on Podbean, you know, just actually we can go up to five hours on Podbean, just saying. Um, yeah. Having. Having that that variance, that break, I think is good because it incorporates so much. We we touch, look at it like this: we touch on the social issues, the political issues, the conspiracy. We touch on deep state. We touch on everything that they need to talk about in the news, but never ever will. Yeah. So, in reality, I mean, yeah, we're not fucking pros at this, but we spoke about the shit that doesn't go spoken about, but plays into damn near everything going on. I thought it was great. I thought yeah, it was great. I, I agree. The one thing I would have liked to have hit on with all this stuff, especially talking about COVID, is the economic impact that's going to have on everyone's lives. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's people. We, we got to get it. Yeah. Uh, I think. No, go, go, dude. <laughs> I mean, no, you go. People are going to have their lives affected way worse than they understand. I mean, everyone's saying, oh, you know, I've got my unemployment. I'm making more money than I was in my job. Me included. Well, the six hundred dollars I get per week, I make more than this mm-hmm. in my regular job. But I said it's yeah. a temporary thing, and it's not going to last much longer than I think it's like two or three months. Period. Yeah. I don't want to be uh, acclimated to receiving six hundred dollars a week and spending above what I can make normally. Because I understand I have to have a job. I'm going to have to live with my means, and uh, what we're doing now is like. A lot of people, it's like living beyond their means, and they're going to be addicted to the idea of spending more than they can afford to make. Yeah, it's going to kill them in the long run. It's going to, it's going to hurt a lot of people. Talk about suicide rates when people start realizing, oh shit, I'm not making nearly as much money as I was when I was on unemployment, but I can't get unemployment. What the hell am I going to do? And that, that's crazy. The guilty and it's chopping down everyone's heads. They don't. 
because they don't understand. They're decentivizing work ethic. They're, you know, they made yeah. a mistake by having too many jobs out there for too many people. So that kill shot had to come where we can't just hurt it now. We got to hurt it for the long term. We got to bring it back to where it was worse by design. And we have to completely, you know, every, everybody was saying, even I say, when people are like, oh, I can't get a job, I'm like, then you're not trying because there were jobs out there. Now, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. And then you're going to have a, a whole bunch of people that maybe were collecting or whatever that left it, started working, and now they've been taught, yet again, it's better to just collect, right? It's going to last yeah. forever, right? Well, no, it's well, not. Well, what they're making for collecting. Uh, $600 a week is $15 an hour. Yeah. I mean, how many yeah. businesses are going to be able to pay that? Well, exactly. And they're they're – they're essentially they've ushered in their universal basic income. They've ushered in their mandatory 15 fight for 15 bullshit. They've ushered in, you know, essentially social credit score. They're ushering everything in under the guise of COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty freaking scary. And people and, and do we're not, not supposed see to see it. We're not supposed to see it for what it is. I mean, yes. Christ, we, we know me and you know what's going on. Well, most of you are like, Oh, well, I'm making two hundred dollars a week. I'm happy. Like, do you understand why this is happening? And I would say ninety nine percent of people don't. They're going to be exactly. left in the dark when shit goes back to why well, I'm making a fifty hour now. Oh, because you were being paid an artificial wage by the government. Yeah, propped up growth that wasn't uh, propped up. Uh, basically, they inflated inflation. You know, it, yeah. it's it's fake currency. It, it's well, look at the long term. I mean, states are already debating how they're going to pay for all these these uh, de- this debt that are occurring, and the federal government is doing it too. Our taxes are going to go up huge. Oh yeah. I mean, like oh yeah. Two three percent minimum, and uh, people are going to be like, oh, and I'm making so much less an hour, and I pay more in taxes. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. But that, and they they they're too blind to it, and I just I don't get how even the common sense people like they they fell in line to this shit, and I I just I don't see it I don't get it how they could be so so naive, I mean this yeah. is this is gonna they they wanted depression version two well they got it they got oh, it yes uh, that's gonna happen I mean that's why we, I told you before I'm growing my own garden. I grow carrots, I've got uh, cauliflower, broccoli, and I've got yep. uh, lettuce. I'm going to make, grow potatoes soon, too, because uh, I have zero faith after all these layoffs and all that stuff for food supply to stay the same. Yeah. Well, and, and now we spoke about it last night on the show with uh, me and Carrie. Look at how they're pushing the, the genetically modified fake meat now, and they're pushing oh, everything yeah. fake. The, uh, yeah. Whatever I call that stuff, it's live meat or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Which, I, hey, trust I love animals. I trust, uh, I trust as much as I trust the government. Right? Yeah, it, 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 you're right. Like, listen, I love animals more than next, you know, I, I love animals. I'm not a hunter, nothing. But at the same mm-hmm. time, they're slaughtering chickens, they're dumping milk because they are yeah. creating the supply well, chain. Because issue. the potato farm, they actually have a giant amount of potatoes rotting. Uh, a vegetable farm, they're doing the same thing. A lot of them are actually being able to sell some of their stuff to the, the public 
But yep. all the stuff is just rotting in the field right now, and it's, it's horrible. Yep. Or they're doing massive burns. They're, it's, yeah. They, they don't realize. I mean, we spoke about that one week about how they're putting up 5G towers everywhere, which they are. But also, yeah. at the same time, they're fucking they're, – they're massacring chickens. They're dumping millions of gallons of milk. They're burning freaking crops. They're, I mean, it's done by design, people. And, yeah, and it's just, I agree with it. But as long as we're we, uh, doing a little bit of extra content for people, let's do some, some content that's relevant to what, our earlier show. Um, we were talking about the CIA and their influence over yeah. everything. I yeah. mean, people need to understand that the, the CIA did a lot of stuff. And their mandate is to do things in other countries. As long as you don't do it yes. in the United States, they're fine. They can run drugs in Colombia. They can run drugs in freaking Russia. If they want to run they can guns in Mexico. Billions of, yeah, billions and trillions of dollars to do whatever they want, as long as they're not doing it in the United States. And when people say, "Oh, well, you know, the politicians the find out they're doing this," yeah, we're going to shut it up. So let's say we we had uh, our friend John running a CIA operation in Colombia. Well, the United States probably John was selling like thirty billion dollars in drugs through Colombia. Okay, John, you're no longer with the you're no longer with the CIA, but we want your money still. You, you'll give our protection as long as we see your money, but you're no longer yeah. with the CIA, so we can tell government you're not with us anymore. And and this is a very easily Uh-oh. drop the mic. Uh-oh. Hang on. Oh, hang on. I'm in. <laughs> Mike, keep talking for a minute. Okay, well, I said this is a very easily plausible way of CIA continuing their operation. They say, you know what? Government told us to shut down. They shut it down. No, they, they government told them to shut it down. So basically, they shifted. This is no longer a CIA operation, but the CIA still controls it. And this is what's happening across the world. I mean, you've got drugs in Colombia. Um, what was it called? Air America in Vietnam? If I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's probably still on here. But uh, Air America, they made a movie about this. It was documented. The, the, like, the drug industry is a multi-billion dollar industry, um, just like in Afghanistan. When we invaded Afghanistan, the Taliban, they said a bunch of horrible things about the Taliban, but the heroin production was down near zero. America invaded Heroin suddenly became the biggest industry in the Afghanistan again. Why is that? Yep. Oh God! I mean, I mean well, we control so the poison. Billions of dollars through these uh, drug trade that is not regulated through our government because the CIA says these are non; these are not our direct representatives. Right back, right so back. Gone. So therefore, the, the, we have no control over them, but they do. I mean. Seriously, the state knows how to take down a person. They can tell them, you do this, but if go against us, we're going to use a little kill switch against you to have you take it out. And I'm sure most drug lords or whatever, that's exactly the control mechanism the CIA has against them. And with that money, they can pretty much do whatever they want in any country they want. What? And I, I hate to say, you know, don't want to get too crazy, but with billions of dollars, you can do the same thing in the United States. I have one of those outside representatives that are not affiliate, quote unquote, affiliated with the CIA controlling things that are happening in the United States. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Um, 
<sighs> life happens. Um, uh, honestly, I, another thing. What the hell was I going to bring up about the CIA? Oh God. I don't. Know. I, I I ran a blank there for a second, but oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Hales Pergolo at a loss of words. I know it only happens in the overtime segment, so you know. <laughs> but but um, oh, Jesus Christ, what is it? The no pressure, man. I know. I thought, the dog was, I, I thought the dog was going to be sick. I had to let him out, but he was okay. <laughs> I had to All walk right. away for a minute because um, dogs freaking rule. Um, think about it. All right, I'm more recapitulating. What was that? I said I'm more of a cat person. No. Yeah, whatever. Um, I, I like all animals. Um, oh, yeah. I have nothing against dogs either. So. Nah, it's, it's okay. Um, well, you brought up, like, the CIA controlling controlling terror, controlling drug running, controlling, um, well, pandemics, controlling yeah. – there's – there's so many things, but I, there was one damn point I was going to make, and I cannot think. I lost it, and for the life of me, I can't think of it right now, and it, right, it upsets well, me. Well, let's switch to a different subject so we can, if you jog memory, we can go back with then, all right? Yeah, because that, it, it will come back to me. It will come all back right. to me. We also discussed, uh, we barely touched the subject of ISIS in yeah. modern times now. I mean, why is it, why is everything become so silent about ISIS? I mean, mm-hmm. now, when we defeat them in Syria, but we did give them a big, a big area. Oh God, I wish you could remember what it was. But we basically gave an escape valve to get out of Syria to spread through the Middle East yet again. And oh yeah, they're going to come back. Suddenly, ISIS has not become the threat that it was, but it, it should be, unless it was, yes. never was a threat that we are presented as it was. Um, well, it makes me wonder if people were hearing about what what, what they were doing. Is uh, legit, or I, I, I'll go full conspiracy theorist that uh, this might have been another CIA psyop to mm-hmm. have to hire people in the middle East. Oh, we killed death to America, give us a million dollars, we'll say death to America, we don't cut off a person's head, death to America. It's like, yep, it, it, it's they needed a new Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda wasn't yeah. as potent anymore, so they needed something more, more barbarian. And <clears throat> to, to what you're saying. I think that they, <clears throat> excuse me, for whatever reason, ISIS lost its luster. School shootings, store shootings lost its luster. Yeah. So they needed something different, and they went back to the old tried and true um, disease route. They just, I, I don't believe at all. They, they expected it to catch on the way that it did. They went on, they went overboard, you know, and they, it worked. But I think that it wasn't scaring enough people anymore. I mean, and that, that to me is why we don't hear about it. But believe me, there, our CIA friends are building up a whole new ISIS army ready to go out there because, you know, when the mood changes and people start. Yeah, it, it, it's got to be one it'll thing be after back. another after another, keep people afraid. Yeah. Let's face it, and this is not a pro or negative. Trump gets reelected. People aren't talking about corona. They're trying to rebuild the economy. Expect school shootings and a terrorist attack like nothing. It's mm-hmm. going to happen, but on a larger scale. It, it's it's almost a given, you know. And it's 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 the inevitability of it. 
And <clears throat> that's why I don't understand why these same people, these, these ISIS terrorists, which, you know, whatever, they're hanging out with Lindsey Graham and John McCain taking pictures, and now, you know, yeah. later, oh, they're, yeah, but, oh, we don't talk about that, right? Lindsey Graham, he's hardcore now, right? He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Like McCain is a piece of shit. They were your deep state figureheads, still are. I mean, they're, they're out there, they're playing, they're playing their role. Just like I think a lot of the ISIS people are playing their role. I mean, again, the CIA freaking trained bin Laden, for Christ's sake. We funded him. We funded Afghan to fight the Russians. You know, we funded uh, Saddam Hussein to fight the Iranians. I mean, and, and <clears throat> we did not talk about, excuse me, <clears throat> we did not talk about with, when I was going on my rant about how the CIA, you know, put in their proxy puppets to take over countries and shit, we right. should have spoken about, it. I, <laughs> Syria is a hard one because Syria in the 50s looked like New York City. All right. But I yeah. think a better example well, is what Iran looked like. The countries were actually very modern back in the day. Yeah. Well, Syria, Iran up until the 70s. Iran, Iraq, they're all very. Mm-hmm. You know, people were like, and, pretty, I think they were progressive, but that's how they were. Back then. You know, not, yeah. not, Democrat, not the Democrat term of progressive, but they were very modern. They uh, they had a lot of things. Uh, I what think they, they're getting very point here. The CIA definitely did screw up a lot of those governments to uh, make them the way they are now. Well, when you say progressive, it's not what progressive it claims to be now. It's, yeah. They were actual, you know, they were like normal freaking like make anything. Society. They're trying to make yeah. a, a fuller society for the people. Yes. We installed the mullahs in Iran. Um, Gaddafi, he was, he was bad. He didn't fall in line. He he made his deal and everything else, and then it didn't matter. He he wasn't right, so they had to, you know, execute well, him in the streets. Saddam Hussein by the U.S. support oh, yeah. in our core. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden he started to go against what the U.S. wanted. Boom. We did. Yeah. Well, and let's not forget um, Syrian President um, Bashad. Yeah, they talk about how he's this evil dictator. He walks down the streets and people flock to him like he's their savior, yeah. you know? And he has a security detail, which is weird. No. You do but he, supposed to be that hated that uh, he had to fear a bullet in his neck or his head at any particular point in time. But no. Yeah. And, I mean, and JFK had a bigger street detail than, than he did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and just like, how you feel about your own government and how true they, they are and the citizens. Yeah. It's hang on, I was reading something. Oh, no, a fascist book fact checker on the one group I run. Eh, whatever. Sorry, I got distracted by Isn't that one really right today. Uh, Facebook like is all these fact checkers that are like they give you these explanations that have nothing to do really with what the story is yeah. at this point. It's like, yeah, oh, well, you know, we have this, but uh, we, we have rumors that uh, people are saying so this is wrong, but this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But the, the rumors yeah, well, are wrong. <laughs> so what? Yeah, well, what's her name? Like Ashley Simpson or something? The the person that's in charge of fact-checking for Facebook about coronavirus? Um She's doing that job now, but up until a year ago, she was one of the top researchers at the Wuhan Medical Facility. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, my God. Like, dude, you can't write this shit. I mean, come on. And and it doesn't take much. They, they freaking basically put it out there publicly. 
And it was like, oh, oh, you're lying when you say that. Okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. But anyway, like just like the um, the Arab Spring and all that other shit, all of that, all of that stuff. It was sowing the discontent in the Middle East to create these false uprisings and these false whatever. And it, 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 you're seeing that implemented, attempting yeah. to be implemented here, you know? Now, Venezuela is an interesting story. Uh, I think there in Venezuela, Chavez was their boy, the CIA's boy. And, you know, well, he croaked. So you got, what, Maduro or whatever? He's yeah. doing good, but not good enough. But people are getting wise to what they do. So now you have the, you know, the insurgent government that they, they want to take over from Maduro. Maduro is a piece of shit. But it's like, you know, you have all this going on. And you see when the CIA pulls out because they're scared of getting exposed, even though everybody with half a brain could see what they're doing. Well, that's when you, that's some, some uh, seals or ex-seals trying to you uh, take them out. Yeah, I heard about this or something. Yeah. I didn't read the story, the whole story yet. I did see the report though. Yes. So I mean, and they I also what activities like that are happening. That basically these people are sponsored. I suppose one was like a CEO of a major company in the United States that got mm-hmm. captured for this. Yes. And what the hell is he doing? Trying to come come to Venezuela on a boat. I mean. What, I know. What the hell is going on there? It, I, I don't get it. <clears throat> well, it's just like when they uh, they caught two Mossad guys trying to kill the president of Mexico. They're like, oh, the Mossad would do this. Like, oh, first off, come on, let's let's be honest here. Yeah. The yeah, the Mossad is the the other half of the deep state. All right. Like, <laughs> there there could be an argument for who's worse, the CIA, or the Mossad. It's it's kind of a hard to pick. Honestly. I kind of think they're pretty much the same thing, to be honest with you. I mean, but they don't like each other. Yeah, <laughs> they, they seem to work very very closely for a lot of the purposes, oh, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, they play, yeah, they they definitely play ball together. But you know damn well one or the other wants the full power, you know? Hmm. With, you know, you, you got your five eyes and shit, but it's, uh, it's besides CIA, bottom line. <laughs> so... <clears throat> What else? What I still can't think of the damn thing I was going to say with the CIA before, and it bothers me. Just, damn it. Hi, doggy. I had a good point to make, and I, I just I, I lost it. I said about uh, the, early, uh, the early things about the CIA with how they had Air America and all that stuff? or I. It was something that jogged it, but no, it's not, it's not resonating. I cannot think of it. That's going to aggravate right. me, but I mean, I know this is extra time anyway. What? Oh, dude, we're we're uh, almost thirty minutes into our extra time. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, I know. We're, we're rambling. I've had to pee for the last two and a half hours, but that's okay. You know, only about twenty minutes right now. So, yeah, uh, there you go. You got me. You got me. Uh, yeah, we're I got you. Beat. Sorry, hour, folks. We're probably gonna do about another fifteen, twenty minutes, and that's about it. Yeah. So this is all for all you on-demand people that uh, actually listen and want to hear more. Because there's some of you out there. There's some of you out there that actually want more content. Well, we are delivering. So I see the the group chiming in with each other there. I don't know what they're all talking about. I don't they're, know either. They're probably, oh, no, they're probably mad at us because uh, <laughs> they're yeah. not on in, hey, um, in the conversation. Hey, I'll give some people a sneak preview of what we're going to talk about with the Uncensored Truth because I, I want to do that too. And this will be like yes. a good bonus content. 
Um, yes. If, if we actually do this this weekend, if Pog Talk doesn't give us a bunch of crap, I'd actually like to talk about the, um, the Libertarian nomination with Preston Amash. I don't know if you've followed him at all, how he left the Republican Party, became Libertarian, and is now considering running for president. Have you followed that at all or no? I I saw something about that. I don't like Amash. I never have. I think he's uh, he's just a flip flopper. You know, it's unfortunately he's he's not what you want as a figurehead. Is he better than a Gary Johnson? Sure, but Amash oh, is somebody he's definitely who's... better than Johnson. I mean, this is one thing yeah. I like about because a lot of libertarians actually are rallying against Amash, and uh, I view this as Gary Johnson. A lot of exposure to the Libertarian Party, got them mm-hmm. ballot access in a lot of states. And I think Amash could do a lot better than Johnson did. I hate to say this, and you know, I'm thank God we're doing this. Like, well, it's going to be on the internet anyway, but uh, he's going to win. And, but he's going to bring more, oh, more yeah. exposure to the Libertarian Party. And the Libertarian Party has grown since uh, Johnson won. Well, Johnson ran for election, I should say. And imagine basically expand on that. That's what I'm looking forward to with him being a running president. Although whether he still stayed in the house is having libertarian ring in the house is a huge thing. I'd rather he just stayed there, but he's gonna run for president, bring more exposure to the party, and uh get more people involved. Yeah, but my <laughs> thing is is just it's it's kind of it's corrupted the libertarian message. And that's oh, yeah. that's well, kind of my problem. I get what you're saying because I, I I too want to see I, I honestly I wanted the Constitution Party to be something of relevance but are they even alive still like I like well, they are they I've got some <coughs> serious issues with the Constitution Party in that they they really want to restrict certain things that people can do now yeah, well, that thing that Amish is not a pure libertarian by any stretch of the imagination no I mean you have the mainstream libertarians who are saying you know, not the mainstream the hardcore libertarians. They're like, oh, well, Ash does this, he does this, he does this. But he, he's, he can't bring everything the libertarian idealism has to the public consciousness and expect people to like, even think it's normal. You know what I mean? You have to do it by degrees. Yeah. I think Ash is yeah. the, the next degree to bring people into that fold. And I, I hate the fact that the libertarians, are, some of them are rallying against him because he's not ideologically pure. He's never going to be, but he's much no. better than practically anything that's been presented to people in the mainstream consciousness beforehand, except for Ron Paul. But Ron, even Ron Paul is considered revolutionary in his time. I mean, so. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I would like to see just – I I get the purist argument. I get the Libertarian Party ideals because, like I said, my favorite Republican – who I consider the godfather of the Republican Party truly was Jefferson. And Jefferson was basically a, your pure libertarian. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. So Jefferson was the first original badass. And that's, that's – I would love to see it. Attention is good. Relevance is good. And the acceptance is good. So I'm, I'm cool with that because the Green Party is way more accepted now than the Libertarian Party, and that, that bothers me. I'd rather see it the other way around, right? So, yes, he could serve that purpose, and I'm, I'm good with that. And I, I flip-flop sometimes and wonder, would a Jesse Ventura be good for the Libertarian Party? But he's, he's too plagued by opinion and this and that and everything else, right? Ventura but, has some ideas, but he kind of like went off the deep end. 
Um, yeah. I think the guy's name. Who's? Oh God, the one who's credited for being Bush elected, the third party candidate. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Head of um, Oh Jesus, I know who you're talking about. Um. They basically um, said he got elected. Uh, why can't I think of I'm so I'm going to try to wool it right now. Not Ross Perot, right? Yeah, Ross Perot. Thank you. Yeah, he he. Yeah, thank. I, I knew it was in my freaking mind somewhere. Yeah, Perot was like the he was like the freaking rock star of third party, and then it died. Well, yeah, <laughs> he was a, the culture shock that oh hey, a third party can exist. It can yep. be viable. Well, dude, I want, I'm not going to lie, even though I'm a Republican, I wanted a Pat Buchanan, I wanted an Alan Keyes, I wanted, I legitimately wanted a third party person to win, you know, and even at the end of the day, still, I mean, it's, for me personally, no, it's not going to be an Amash, right, but I still, I would love to see a third party take the presidency and take take a majority. What's up earlier with, uh, during the show, I mean, not that I'm a big fan of Democrats, but what if JFK did live to get second second term? What do you think would have happened? I do you think our government would have changed? I think the whole would have been exposed, and it would have been more successful back then because of the lack of the social media and the programs. I mean, we all know social media was, you know, Facebook is DARPA and all this other shit, so it was created yeah. by design. But I think back then – they weren't confident enough in their control methods. So they were afraid because JFK was, he was not liked by the, by the then establishment, the Nixon. Well, yeah, he didn't like things like the federal reserve and all that. The federal reserve, Correct. The CIA, that you got against them. I mean, this, this yep. is Democrat folks. I mean, yeah. Oh God. I'll be honest. This is what, this is when I respected Democrats. And I think Democrats to their own extent, this is what they should have run around. And this is what, what they originally were. They did not yep. like institutions like the CIA, <clears throat> the big government, things like that either. Republicans didn't either, but who did? Who Democrats was ultimately for the uh, the uh, was there? Was that Republicans? I believe 1913. Yes. Republican. Um, yeah, I so can't like, think of the freaking which one it was. And uh, they they killed for it. I, I they agree with you. If, if he yeah. if he managed to stay in power. I think one, at least one of those two institutions would have been greatly reduced in power before the end of his second term. It it would have been too much of a revolution, and they did not know then how best to control it, and yeah. that's why they needed him dead. That I if if JFK would have made a second term, and I mean long before we were born. At this point in time in history, I would probably call myself a Democrat. But yeah, I probably would too. I mean, what, yeah. what he would have been, I would have been more in line with JFK than I would have been with yes. the Republican Party. Yes. There is nobody you could look at and since JFK, a Democrat level, that you can go back to and say, ah, oh, well, Democrats should align themselves. With. No. They all talk about how popular JFK was or the womanizing or this or that. They never talk hey, about the moral message. Morally, he's not a perfect person by any stretch of imagination. Of course. <laughs> but from a uh, completely from a government control perspective, he was a very yep. good person. But he his morals were kind secret. of in the toilet. He spoke and about. I always wonder about how like, Jack and Mathis could uh, tolerate being with him when uh, he, I, he had really screwed around on her. 
you know. She, I, I, I've never trusted her. I always thought that she was a part or privy to my personal opinion. I, I will always. information at that point because she knew he was, she knew he was around on him. So yes, she she would be justified in saying, "Hey, you know, you want to kill him? We know what you need for me." Not yes. that that's what happened, I, but it's a plausible idea. It makes you wonder. You know, it's like what yeah. Hillary should have been, but Hillary was just as evil and power corrupts, right? So oh, oh, Hillary, they don't care. No, Hillary has zero deniability on knowing that they'll screw around to her. So exactly. how those two are thinking together is beyond me. Other than it's politically yeah. convenient to uh, keep a uh, power dynasty going. Oh, exactly. And yes, that is my phone making noises, people, when you listen to this, because I unmuted it. Sorry. But... Sorry. Um, I, I just I think there's a lot to be said there because a lot of the things we're talking about now and even if a JFK Jr. would have been able to get into the Senate and would have been able to ascend and stuck to what he I mean he was saying unpopular shit he was like his father he was popular but he was unpopular politically so much so that he just flew into the ocean uh, <laughs> Like uh, that too. They were scared of him, and there's apparently they're supposed to do a D class soon on, and they're already trying to say that well it can't happen under the Trump presidency because Trump was friends with JFK Jr. But there's there's legitimate talk going around even on the liberal networks about JFK Jr. D class coming soon, and mm-hmm. they're they're trying to say well it, it's. How can you dis? I don't care if Trump was friends or enemies with the person. How can you dispute declassifying docs that happened long before Trump was ever president? Well, he was his friend, so what? Does that no longer validate it? I want to no, know it, what it's you just said. You will realize just how uh, big an influence that you know how how much are we're being manipulated by our government to yes. uh, be found and uh, not think of these things. Yes, and and that's what I kind of jump ahead here. When I spoke about like the, the UFO thing, right? How right. did that come into play in the middle of all this? That that what was the methodology behind the president approving it and it getting done? And the AG had nothing to do with it, which was strange. The Pentagon. Oh, I, I think that that was actually out there beforehand, but uh, the Pentagon basically had to acknowledge it, and they kind of used this whole crisis as a means. Of- means to uh, screen it. To bury it. Yeah. yeah. I That's actually right. covered an article on the answer to truth. And uh, it's one of the, I, the article is called uh, a couple of things that you might not have noticed during the COVID crisis. And uh, that was actually the first, what, first article I mentioned regarding it. Because it's close at all. It comes out right when this is all happening. So mm-hmm. my last article on the www.theunsertruth.net Reveal it and understand that. Theuncensoredtruth.net. Uncensoredtruth.net. Uncensoredtruth.net. Continue. Uh, that, that's all I have with that, but uh, it kind of caught my interest when I, when I saw it. And I was like, eh, you know, because the Pentagon normally ignores these sort of stories. Yeah. So I don't think this is like a more white. I actually caught parts of it beforehand. So I think this is a more widespread story that was out there. They're like, oh, you know, we can't really deny this. So therefore, let's wait until something else happens so we can 
Oh, boom. Everyone's dying. Oh, aliens, you know, UFOs exist. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, I, and I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I really am. I, I just find it really suspicious. And <clears throat> that's what I mean. The treasure trove is stuff that FOIA is not going to retrieve. I mean, there's so many things that I, I'm still waiting to come out. And that's, I think, what I was getting at before. Like, I'm curious to see, you know, and again, I, I'm withholding a lot of my opinion because I want to see if he gets in a second term, if he stays true to his father's lineage, because Trump's father was one of the main members of the John Birch Society. And the John Birch Society was kind of like your OG truthers in the 50s that, you know, they're insane, they're insane, they're like the Mormons, or like this, or like that, whatever. Wasn't his father yeah. a player? Um, no. No. I, I don't know. He, he was one of the people that ran illegal alcohol and all that shit during Prohibition and that. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, no, 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 you're right, I'm sorry, yeah, you're, you are correct. Um, but regardless, I'm I'm curious to see, and Trump is the one there, but whomever it would be, if they are anything which they claim to be, after all this is happening and after so much is being exposed, you know damn well the Flynn thing and all this stuff was not supposed to happen. That's That, in my opinion, is a white hat up, and I think that the Durham investigation, I think there's actually some shred of hope there. They're trying very hard to silence that, and they look very bad. They're happy that it's happening during COVID, but it's getting too much media play. So with mm-hmm. all that being said, whoever, if it was Trump or no, even a Democrat president, well, whoever it was, when everything that we're seeing happen right now, if he wins the reelection, if in the first six months of Trump's second term, he doesn't completely clean house the deep staters, and he doesn't start actually going after and start exposing all the shit that we're all seeing clear as day, that is when I will say that's more than a missed opportunity. That was negligence, and he was never truthful. Because after he's actually through the second time, something's going to really be done. Um, that's actually why yes. I brought up during the show with uh, Chelsea Manning, uh, Edward Snowden, and uh, Julian Assange. Yep. Yep. If, if he doesn't drop those things, I mean, because those people, yep. none of them deserve what they're getting. By imagination. And, and that's where I think that, it, in my and this is not a Trump apologist speaking here. This is just me speaking, knowing what we know, knowing how it is. I think mm-hmm. that we're not going to see clemencies or pardons come from them until a second term. And and well, that too, if, if, if that does, doesn't. Let me make this. I'll, I'll put this on record now. If he does do those things. I'll be the first yep. person to say I'm wrong about Trump. First, right yeah, now, I no, don't think it, I am. But if he does, then I was wrong, and I, I would apologize. So hold no, me and, to this. And that's fair. He is a second second election. I was wrong. That if if he does it, that I was wrong. And in in fairness, if he doesn't do these things, then I will admit that I was wrong, because I think this is. I'm not labeling him or comparing him to a JFK, but I find it interesting that his best friend, and it was like all over the media for freaking you know, 20 years, him and JFK Jr., the clubs and this and that, whatever, right? So he mm-hmm. was best friends with him, the John Birch Society tie-in and everything else. It's like you have a certain sense of not protection because they would still try to kill him in a second term. But well, they, they are going... Well, Kennedy's also do a bootlegging also, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. At some point. Yes. 
There, there might be yeah. a connection between the Kennedys and his father in that regard. Yep. I and I, it's funny because at first I don't know why I said no, but. I remember talking about this, God, maybe like three years ago. I said that there's a deep-seated connection there because why would a Donald Trump be best friends with a JFK Jr.? But then you look back and Fred Trump and the, the which Kennedy was it with the bootlegging? I don't remember. I, I don't know, remember. The information's on the back of my head, but I know one of them, but I can't remember the name, to be honest with you. But we, I almost we know it wasn't Teddy. Yeah, it was basically before uh, John F. Yeah, he is, I think it was his father that was the one who was doing the uh, rumor. That could very well be it. And <clears throat> that's what I mean. Like, when I when I thought about it, because I've always said, I, I've said it, I probably said it to you years ago. I, I said that Trump's first term means nothing. It's the second term that will define all. I said it five years ago. I said it four years ago. And I'll say it now. The second term is like, that is your moment to have your JFK moment that he never got to have. That picture of Trump in front of the picture of JFK Jr. and that comment that Joseph I'm going to finish That's the job. The, uh, the name we're looking for. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, that was bothering me. Um, but that you know, I'm going to finish the work that you started. This will be. There will never be another opportunity or another time in our existence that that can be done. But in his second term, after all of this, I truly believe that because then. What has he got to lose? They're not going to impeach him. He's going to be done anyway. <laughs> um, they tried that how many times far? Exactly. But and that's and that's what I think where I get pissed off. It's like they're they're going so overboard to stop him and to ruin him. I've said it from day one. He announced. I said they are going to do everything because as soon as he announced, I thought he was going to win. I've always said that. But I said they're going to do everything, if not kill the man, to stop him from achieving second term. And I, I truly, in my heart of hearts, believe it. I want to believe it, and I hope I'm correct. Because if he does what we think he could do, right, as you, somebody who doesn't, and me, somebody who does like the man. But regardless, if he does the things that are not – because he's done things that pissed off Republicans and pissed off Democrats. He's done. He hasn't played party lines. I'll give him that. Well, but I'm, my record, of my arguments with Donald Trump are very, uh, very noted and put out there, especially with the, the current national debt. Yeah, but, I uh, know. But yeah, and this, I just want to make that for people that aren't familiar. I, I <clears> think that that could be the one thing that can seriously sink the country. I think Trump's yep. going along with it. But let's put that aside for now. Let's have a conversation because yeah. you have to have a good point. If he does follow through on a lot of things his second term, again, I'll be the first one to say I was wrong. Sorry. And me but too. And me too. We, I, I would, we, we have to go. We have to. We actually have to wait to see what happens with that. I prefer that yes. he did it in his first term. So he did it in his first term. Then I could say, hey, you know what? I was wrong for saying this against him. But right now, I feel like justified saying it against him. But we'll see how the second term goes if he gets one. Oh, yeah. Biden, I, I, against Biden, I think he's personally, I think he's got a strong case for getting a second term. Because probably people are actually thinking, seriously thinking that Biden's going to, you know, a viable candidate or a good candidate. You're insane. Yeah. And and now and even the Hill floating around that Hillary is president and Barack is vice president waiting yeah. in the wings, like all well, this I shit. I don't think that's that's possible. But 
God, exactly. If he, if he became president, I'd be extremely happy. But yeah, you know, that, that's neither here nor, nor there. Correct. So now we have the opportunity, <clears throat> essentially, because you know the proof is going to be in the pudding, right? I mean, yeah. you have the chance to break China, break the CIA, expose well, the FBI, a, break the show up if he gets a second term. Yeah, you could you have everything that you've ever needed to break the fret, the Fed, to destroy and neuter the IRS, to expose the deep state like never before, to arrest the rightful and justifiable. When you have a Democrat, former CIA agent on Fox News, which this was surprising, uh, anti-Trump Democrat CIA agent, right, X. He came out on Fox News and said that James Comey deserves a death penalty and I want to throw the switch. That surprised me. We'll probably never hear from him again. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to be gone. Again. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll never hear that name again. But that was surprising. But literally, the way – it's a perfect storm of shit. And <clears throat> either he's playing the long game masterfully or he's going to do nothing. Because never, yeah. never again will we have the ch- – and then here's the next problem, right? Because I've also said 2024 is what scares me, but the damage that he could do to the evil in this world in a second term, right? Unfortunately, if he does do all that, he'll be of legend forever. But then his term is going to end. Then what happens? That's if he ex- if he changes and exposes and outs and pardons, exonerates, and arrests, and all this shit, right? That, that will change. That'll be what JFK wanted to do, never got a chance to do. Okay, boom. Let's fast forward. Say that all happens. You know, we're sitting here saying, holy shit, it's real. You know, maybe, maybe there was some truth to the Q stuff. Whatever. It happened. But then what? Something tells me if he does give a second, second term and he does not do what we'd like him to do, we're the end of his term will result in AOC being elected as president. I agree. And, and, and that's that like well. a horrible future. And that's something that's yep. scare the hell of everyone that's living right now. Because the, if, if we're wrong that Trump is not do, legit doing what he is, and he's obviously part of the program to get us along with what they want to happen, and AOC yep. is the next logical progression of what's going to yep. happen in this country. I I pray to God above that he is the white hat that so many will die on the sword saying, because if that happens, that'll stop an AOC in 2024. But what would become of both parties? Because you remember when Trump wanted to run in 2000, he was going to run as an independent, which I thought was interesting. And well, it, hold on, I, I actually I, I looked at this while ago with the party that he wanted to run into. I think it was it wasn't the Green Party. I think Reform Party. Um, under the yeah the re- reform, I believe. Hold on. Please find out. I'm curious now. Hold on. Bring up the reform party. Yeah. Yeah, the, which became the Pat Buchanan Reform Party. Yeah. See, I thought that was interesting. I mean, you look back to speeches he gave in the late 70s and the 80s and shit. He was saying all the right things, right? Whatever. But he was always listed as a Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. And then he wanted to run as third party because he said a third party needed a voice to break the paradigm of the two, 
Okay. So say I actually think we have like a third and a fourth party. If I even oh, God, fifth yeah. party to break up what we currently got. Yes. We uh, I hate to say it, but because I, I, you know my feelings on Great Britain, but we almost need yeah. something like that with multiple parties getting power <clears throat> because we need a better, oh, a better elaborate. not in great shape right now, <laughs> folks. Oh, they're, oh, they're yeah. all roll over in silence of their citizens. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Bad. Bad. I, I God, man, I that's that's another thing we could talk about for freaking hours. Yeah, what that, happened that's, over a, there. that's a whole hour show right there. Yeah. That was an hour. Yeah. Power master material. Yeah, that's that's way too potent. But um, <clears throat> you know that that's what I this if if he does what we all want and it's boom drop the bomb done. That is also going to expose the Republicans as well, because Republican Party establishment hates him too. So. But if he does all the, it's going to expose both. So we could either be on the precipice of the end with an AOC in 2024 or a strong possibility. Mike Pence isn't going to run. The strong oh. possibility of a true third party coming to power because if he drops those bombs, it's going to decimate they, both parties. This whole bullshit they've been hearing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, it's amazing that we're all, we're we're at a very interesting place in life. Either this he gets a second term and does nothing, and then it's that there are, no Republican will ever have power again. Yeah, well, or, he does nothing. Is proof that well, well, what I've been saying that uh, well, even you've been saying that Democrats and Republicans are nothing but a joke. And it's yeah, I mean, the Uniparty. You can't say if Trump does nothing if he gets a second term is not proof of that because that'll be concrete proof as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. So <clears throat> we're literally at at the precipice of either we go to socialism, AOC, young, stupid assholes. No socialism is good socialism, but an AOC yeah. socialism is really scary socialism. So we're either going that route or we're going to a, a, a place in time where it's unknown. It yeah. will be unknown. And, they'll, and there'll be people like us that will say, fuck it. Finally, somebody broke it up, exposed it, and they'll they'll write him Trump in history as the biggest devil in the world. In reality, he'd be goddamn near Jefferson Washington level if he does this. But if they do, they'll demonize well, he him. He definitely would be on par with JFK if he does it. I mean, yes. that, that, that's, that, my, that's my limit. That's if he goes on record and does the things that JFK was doing, yep. shit, I'll, yep. I'm perfectly happy I'll be, with Dude, that. I'm with you. I'll be the happiest son of a bitch in the world. I, I would be through, and again, I don't. It doesn't matter who that. Come, oh my god! Look, I get excited when I. It's not even the fact that I got to feel yeah. so bad. It's like I'm. The, I'm, the possibility I'm like, of that happening is just excites me also. So don't don't worry about it. Right, that's like the Obama supporters back in 2008. Like he's gonna change the world. That I, I'm. That's how I feel if that happens. Because that I've always always said, man. Just like you brought up, like imagine if he would have had the second term and not gotten killed. Well. Yeah, this is it, it's coming, it's coming, and if he does expose it and then still have to pick up the pieces of what's gone on, that's going to be a hell of a fucking four years, man. But it's I mean, gonna be I'll be honest, led- my opinion is it's twenty percent he will do what we're talking about, or eighty percent that he won't. So that that's my personal view on. It. I don't know what yours is. 
I'm I, an I, honest I hold number. I a lot less faith that it'll actually come through the way we want them to. I, I, I don't base it off of blind loyalty. I base it off of the fact that I literally, I was in third grade. I read the Art of the Deal and shit like that. Like it's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I like. I, I, I do read the like Art of the Deal too. I, I had the book at my home bookstore. I I loved it, and he, a lot of it plays out in current day, and they're too stupid to realize that he gave you his blueprint back then. But you know, there's a lot of things. So I I do my 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 thoughts and my theories based off of like just looking at the shit that people don't look at, the things that are said and done, and historical connections and everything else. So I would say I'm not going to go overboard. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a safe bet here, but I'll go fifty fifty. I'll give him that much. I'll go fifty-fifty because I, I honestly, yeah, but I, I'm not going like full Trumper saying, uh, you know, eighty percent yes, twenty percent no, or Q level. Like he's this is what he's doing. This is what he's doing. You know, I'll go fifty-fifty. But it's the most important fifty-fifty ever in the history of this country, as far as I'm concerned. And right. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna shut us off in like fifty-four seconds. Yeah, we have two more minutes. Uh, do we do another? Uh... And Xavier, or what are we gonna do here? For the last two minutes, because I've never been on here this long. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's gonna happen. We have like, 40, forty-three seconds left. So yeah. <laughs> well, this <laughs> we're gonna do the uncensored truth this week, and we have to. Um, we gotta we gotta put it out there where we're check the Facebook page, um, check the Twitter, and check the website. We will post it. We will share shit on Facebook within the next 24 hours when we're going to launch it. Yeah. Um, I like I want it to a regular thing, but with my work schedule, since we are in Louisiana, going back to a regular system in the near future, we might have to change updates for this stuff. But uh, yeah, we'll make sure we keep people informed of what we're doing with it. But I don't know what we're going to do this Sunday for the 